Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. The boys are back in town. 7K away. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. Be sure to leave a like on the episode. Leave five stars if you're on Apple and you're on Spotify. And we're here, ladies and gentlemen. 7,000 away from 250,000 mm. subscribers. Very, very big milestone. Make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend. Or if you're watching these episodes and you're not subscribed because you listen to the audio, make sure you make an account and then subscribe. Make several accounts. Yeah, make several. They're quick, too. You, I know, I mean, all, I know about 100,000 of y'all going to watch this. 100,000 of y'all going to send this to a homie and tell them to subscribe. Simple. Send it to your mama, That's sister, facts. cousin, brother, your sister, cousin, brother, girlfriend, sister who live next door. Make send sure it they to subscribe. your ex. Ooh. Oh, yeah, even then. I used to think stuff like that, like, damn, if I could just get every subscriber to send me one dollar. I have a million dollars, you know, like stuff like that. I love how P does that every year on his birthday. On my birthday, yeah. He does the cash. That shit add up. Yeah. Shit up. And I'm going to do it. And it was people in the comments talking to other people like, this is insanity. Yeah. You're giving a rich guy money. Like, first of all, I'm not rich. Yeah. Se- second of all, I give out so much money to supporters throughout the year. I'm going to ask every fucking year. Okay. And it's your birthday. It's not like you do it every week. But no, I do it because yeah, I have forty five thousand. Yeah. So even if half of them just gave me one dollar, I got twenty bands. <laughs> <laughs> Go get me a rollie. You know what I'm saying? So you never know. This we, year I had about five hundred. Oh shout shit. out to the That's community. Nice look, come up. About five hundred. And you know what I did? What? Folded up putting the day your after pocket? my birthday, it was my thumbnail dude, Matt's birthday. Okay. And he went to New York, so I hit him off with something. That's that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Just a little something. And we just it's just a community. We all do it. You know what I mean? And a, a person who I saw send me something when their birthday pop up and I can correlate or remember, I'll send them something. We just keep the ecosystem going. And it's right. just it's not that deep. It's a, a dollar. Like you can't you mad at a motherfucker. Like that's how you know people would be miserable. Motherfucker was in my comments mad at other supporters for giving me one dollar. Just nobody $1. gave me nothing crazy. I, you know, I'm no, I wouldn't let nobody send me $500. Maybe I would. Who knows? <laughs> but nobody sent me nothing crazy. But a lot, a majority of people sent me a dollar. People just be mad that they can't do that. They, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it can be similar to like a, a Twitch stream. People donate to their favorite streams all yeah. the time. Yeah. So that was that's when I was like, what the hell? You ain't but never I do mad. reach a point where like the biggest stream in the world get... Uh, something you send a thousand dollars to the biggest stream in the world, you're like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What are we doing right here? Donate when up, some man. people talk to us though, or talk about us to me and my DMs, it make a lot more sense though, because I've had a lot of instances where I'm like, you know, you guys mean so much to me. I would, for some reason over the past 2023, over the last month or so, a lot of people have been going through breakups, and I that's been a common one I've been getting. Like, the world is opening back up. That that uh, what is that? Quarantine couple is dying. Cause more options again. You can go out there. You can go. You can go find what you want. Prioritize your happiness is what I tell everybody. Even my girlfriend. I say, hey, if it's any time one of us are uh, sacrificing our happiness, we have to mutually go to separate. I just don't believe in anybody sacrificing their happiness. That's the one thing we all entitled to. Yeah. Everybody not gonna be rich. We all won't have our dream car, our dream job, but we all are at the least deserve to have our happiness. I mean, <laughs> golly. I, I we're three and a half minutes into the show. And this just reminded me of a comment I saw on the last TTW clips that was like, damn, Mike, be you listening to the episode just like us? <laughs> Have you said anything in this show? <laughs> no, I mean, I was letting P do his thing. He was he was speaking facts. Chime in. 
How you feel about fans? No, this is Mike's episode. He suggested what we're doing today, right, so he's supposed to. Yeah, Can we so open up with Mills Mans of the Week? Absolutely. Uh, I wasn't done being. Oh, being. Oh, three hundred K on TikTok too. We can always on TikTok. Mental health. We. I love those mental health conversations. I want to check in with Weezy. Want to check in, Weezy? How you feeling, Weezy? <laughs> Weezy wasn't here last weekend. He had a flat tire. That we. Some movie type stuff. <laughs> uh, apparently, Derek suggested that you pulled over, or not pulled over, but tried a red light. Threw a glass out and drove over it. I'm joking. His face is crazy. I was about to say that man popped his own tire. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. No, it was it was tra- it was a lot going on in like a 30 minute span. I'm not gonna lie. It was that was a crazy Tuesday. Yeah, yeah I, Tuesday. I couldn't do that. But I'm feeling better today. Excited to be up in here. All the boys is fresh. Y'all put some fits on. I'm mad I didn't get my uh, white cement threes this morning though. Ooh, I'm so pressed about that. I almost wore man today just to just to show y'all. Big oh. <laughs> flexing. Yeah, you should have. Nah, he ain't real. Uh, <laughs> Mills made it a week, week man. We are gonna give it to a big fella. Brooke Lopez been holding it down, been mm. doing his thing. He had a 24.9 rebound, 10 rebound game. He almost had a triple double with blocks on his Hassan Whiteside type shit. Um, that another 26-point game, another 26-point game, a 15-point game in, a, in between now. Brooke Lopez has really been having a great season this year. I like, I like that pick. I think it would have been easy to pick one of the superstar players that's also going crazy, but I like that you gave it to like a Tier 2 type player this week. Yeah. I like the way the Mills Man of the Week go. It's not always going to be Dame or always going to be Jokic or Embiid or Giannis. I like that. That's, that's the layup. That's too mm-hmm. easy. Right, right. It's too, we know when that they're going to That means he went on his shit. True. He just pulled but like that, or, I, or sometimes they just really spaz Let's, if yeah, somebody hit two game winners yeah. in a week, that got to be the man. In the right, week, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I, I could have gave it to Joel. Joel had a good week. He had a game winner last night. You know, twenty one point comeback. Yeah, he been he been hooping his ass off. Show show, Mike. Yeah. All right. So for this episode, we are going to be doing every playoff Don't teams. Stop them <laughs> I didn't let me show we was ready to start, but we're doing every playoff teams X factor. Um, we're also going to be doing teams that are also kind of in that contention for the playoff round too, mm-hmm. just because it's it's just so so much going on right now in the standings. But you know, we're also I also told y'all too instead of just having one X factor, we're going to be doing a star X factor, and you can put quotes around a star because not everybody's a star, but. We want to do their top three because we want to we want to know who's the X factor between the main, the main cast and also the supporting cast. So we're gonna be doing the stars, which is top three, and also a role one role player. I gotta keep it a buck. I did not see that message, but I we we're going to fly. Honestly, I think doing it over it felt a little overkill because obviously not you know most teams just really have the one X factor, but I yeah. think it's just cool to kind of have that like just insights on how you and all of my X factors one. aren't like yeah they're not stars. Not even that. Not even players. But it's like. Things collectively that gotta gotta oh. click for something to happen. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I did both. Like I feel like um yeah, I feel like that's good. Just because if we all here talking about some uh Derek is the X Factor. If you know what I'm saying, just, <laughs> at the least we'll have uh, Derek, we'll I think, have I think you are the X Factor of the podcast. You think so? I think so. I think he's growing out of there. I think Mikey is. Mm. You think so? I think see this is what I think about X Factors. X Mike can put together a bad performance. We're still put together. We might win that game. Mm-hmm. Derek put together bad performance because he brings so much energy, and like even his, the meme factor of Derek as a as a podcaster makes him the X factor to me. He left for I one know this couch gonna bring it every episode. <laughs> he left for one episode unless it was dry as hell for the yeah, last like, thirty minutes. Yeah, the minutes. comments was like, "Damn, D Mills kept this show together." <laughs> I think the episode was like forty minutes. Like it was like the shortest episode but of all time. Can I say this though? <laughs> 
imagine if Mike matched them just from an energy perspective or willingness. With how much it'll go up? Yeah, because then it's like, shit, even if Derek miss. Mike can like, substitute. And, you feel me? Okay. I remember That's that hard episode. to replicate D Mills energy. I'm sure. not even an energetic person like that. Yeah, and when I mean energy, I don't even I mean in the sense of yeah, literally, but I also mean like D Mills is not afraid to go out there and I don't, I'm not promoting you to do this, but he'll <laughs> go out there and say some silly shit. <laughs> and that that's that creates a whole another 15 minute of the podcast that people can um clip have fun with laugh, crazy yeah. with. Because they was in the, somebody was in my comments saying I, something about the Brad Bill thing. They felt like, like um, I said he was exceeding was crazy, and that's just like it just depends on what you your perspective. I yeah. don't think he's exceeding. We had different perspectives on what we expected from Bradley Bill. That's just my thing. It's like what was your <laughs> expectation? Same thing with Patrick Williams when they put out the meme with all my people being like, <laughs> oh and yeah, just, that was crazy. That's a that wild hilarious. ass narrative, but. Somebody was in the comments like, man, has Patrick Williams even had a bad season? I'm like, did you watch the show? He's like, no, nah, but I will. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> up here said Patrick after Will- that, Patrick Williams had 20 points. The nuggets, against the Nuggets. Against the best, one of the best teams in hoops. So no, Nobody up here said he had a bad season, though. It was just that. The Nuggets what lost you two expect. games in a row to bad teams. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the, hey, when Nikola Vucevic outplays Nikola Jokic, it's not a good sign. Not a good sign. What team are we starting with, Mike? Uh, let's start with the Bucks. Starting out east. So we did, you did keep, the top. Keep it a buck. Okay, I did too. Okay. Keep it a buck. We getting big bucks. You want to yeah. go first or you want to start with me? Mike going first. Okay. This yeah, ain't short shit. Off. So oh, like I said, no, just <laughs> I got two X factors for the star one. Um, I put Chris Middleton. I think Giannis, it's just Giannis. Giannis, we already know what he's going to do. Drew Holiday has been so good this season. He's been the guy that's been stepping up with a lot of the injuries when Giannis sits out, when Chris Middleton was out. I'm looking at Chris Middleton. He's not even having a bad season, but I think that for the playoffs and the teams that you're looking at, like the top dogs, like obviously including Milwaukee, but Philly and Celtics, you're going to need as much as you can get. And I think that sometimes the Bucks offense gets a little stale. So I would say that adding Chris Middleton, just the ability to play kind of in the half court and also just create shots, I think that's going to be real good for them in terms of just like keeping, you know, consistency. As good as the Bucks have been, they still have like the sixth and great offense in basketball. Like they haven't completely put it together. Um, Bobby Portis is just talking about how like majority of their teams are having down seasons when it comes to the three point shot. Mm-hmm. But he believes that once it's down to like a playoff series, things are going to start clicking more. And we know they can. They got like really good shooters on their team. But some of the people that we've normally seen hit 40 percent aren't even close to 40 percent. Bobby Pat, Portis being one Pat of them. Pat Connaughton, I think his numbers were a little bit low for Pat Connaughton. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those but you also have the opposite side where like Javon is having a career year. Yeah. Um. So he stepped up when some of the other people are missing their shots and stuff. So, um. I think as far as like the star players go, of course, I think for sure it's got to be Chris Middleton as far as being the next factor. Uh, I mentioned on the show a little a couple weeks ago that Chris Middleton and Giannis ain't played a ton of minutes together, and I think once come playoff time they gonna get back into the swing of things of doing that because teams are prepping to not see them two on the court too much together. Um. But ultimately, as far as like X factors go, it has to be the three point shooting. Yeah. Because they will live and die by that. We know Giannis is giving us 35 in the playoffs. We know Drew Holiday is going to give us this. But it's like, can Pat, can Grayson, can Javon, can Brookie Brook, can can Bobby, can they all hit the, the exterior shots for them to go on that deep run? Part of that is why I had, you know, uh, I had Chris Middleton as well. <clears throat> Just because, yeah, Chris Middleton has played in, what, uh, 23 games, nine starts, 41% from the field, 29% from three is not Chris Middleton-type numbers at 13 points per game. Um, and we saw how far they went last year against the Celtics without him. You add him in a mix, and that's a whole different, 
conversation we have on, or turnout. Uh, but Jay Crowder was my role player because mm-hmm. of that simple factor of the three-point shot. I just think he's a guy that gives you defensive versatility, and then he can also hit the three if he's hitting the three. Uh, it would be very nice for them if he can kind of replicate the three-point shooting he was doing for the, the Suns when they made their finals runs. Um, and I numbers-wise, in a small glimpse since he's been there, he's kind of doing that where majority – just to say he takes seven shots a game, five of them are threes. He's yeah. giving you position uh, versatility on the defensive side of the basketball, and he's another extra body, and he can come off the bench. And they've been trying to fill that P.J. Tucker void – He's not exactly P.J. Tucker, but they're kind of both cut from the same cloth, which is why a lot of the times teams are looking to add them to get over the top uh, for these playoff series. And I think he's just another good body to have that can guard, what, two through four for you. And, yeah, just play off of Giannis. And he's another guy who can, you know, he's not going to be the deadliest shooter. But Jay Crowder does have games where it's like, damn, Jay Crowder hit four out of eight threes that game. Mm -hmm. So, I think we all don't want to court. Game six in the conference finals versus the Boston Celtics. He's going to shoot four for six from three. He's going to be the X factor. Boom. My X factor was Bobby Portis. Uh, Bobby Portis is a guy who can really come off the bench and do a lot of good things for you. I love this conversation about how he called the Bucks and how he was like, he told Giannis, hey, I can win you a championship. And then seven months later, he was a big part of why they won a championship just because of what he's doing on the basketball court with the spacing, his energy. How he get Giannis numbers? <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, I wish I could just get Giannis' numbers. <laughs> well, maybe I'll get Javon. True. But uh, Bobby Portis, for me, was probably one of my biggest X-Factors. Mm-hmm. Um, my role player X-Factor was Brooke Lopez. I think that when he's rolling and he's getting it going, not just on defensively, but offensively, he could still put up 15 to 20 points. It seems like when he's rolling, the Bucks almost look unbeatable. Yeah, I mean, he's such a big body and such a – Different. He gives them a different look because Brook Lopez is a very skilled scorer. He can give it to you from the three. He could post up. He could get offensive rebounds. It's a lot that Brook Lopez could do that could really affect your offense. And he the Nets all-time lean score? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. And he going to stay that way because everybody that go to Brooklyn only Leaves. stay there for a year and a half. <laughs> Hey, to, to be able to hold that title is Mikhail going for it. His own. <laughs> Mikhail going for it at this rate. Hell yeah, yeah. he don't have this in about two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but okay. Um, they also don't give up threes like they used to. They used to be the thing. Give up the three. Don't let anything happen to the basket. They don't let anything happen to the basket, and they don't give up threes. I remember a fan DMing me that years ago. Like, y'all got to talk about it. This is back when he was in the apartment. Mm-hmm. These are. Mason said he won't be able to make it, so we're going to deal damn. with Kyra. Fuck. All right. Kyron be. Kyron. Us folks. Make me mad Kyron. when we be scheduling stuff because he be so well late. Pop out. <laughs> It'll be a vlog. We're going to uh, White Sox home opener. Season opener, end April of the month. 3rd. Oh, is that April third? I'm stupid. I thought it was March third on Monday. <laughs> All right, let me know some. Got you. Then you gonna bring the camera? <laughs> oh, you can <laughs> have him working. <laughs> right, <laughs> day off. I, I, I don't know. Baseball game vlog don't seem too crazy for the for the YouTube channel. Let's okay. just yeah. not think work oriented. Let's just enjoy the White Sox losing four to two. All right. Damn. Yeah. I'm prepared for a win. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next team, Mike? Even if they don't, what I get. Not your helmet. <laughs> what? <laughs> the daiquiris, man. Right. Daiquiri. Ain't nobody think about that shit but you. No, and my helmets be hitting. Yeah, and my. Oh, shit. I didn't even, bro. I had, I had like half of it. That's how big they be. You got the kitchen sink? Mm-mm. That's what he get. Oh. What's that? Everything. Everything, everything on. 
Uh, next team we're looking at, I lied to you, P. It's probably not going to be all the way in order, but 76ers. Oh, definitely lied to me because yeah. the Celtics should have been. Yeah. You petty. No, I'm just <laughs> Celtics are the team right underneath. Um, for my star, I put Tyrese Maxey. I think Joel Embiid, again, a lot of these star players, we already know what they're going to do. I think there's this pressure on Joel Embiid, obviously, to to get somewhere far into the playoffs just because this is, this is a really good team that they have. I think that, like, Going out to get PJ Tucker to be one of those like stoppers and and be one of those just physical dudes on the court, and also you went to get get shooting. You bring in people like, you know, Tobias Harris is having the season he is. You bring in people like Daniel House. You have you bring in people like DeAnthony Melton. Shake Milton has been good for the so they have the, the roster. I think it's really going to come down to you know for the star players. I think it's Tyrese Maxey. I think James Harden. I I honestly. If you throw away all the stuff in the past, he there's a potential that he could have the same type of thing where it's just like he doesn't shoot as well because there's so much attention on him and the, we know how the game slows down and, and defense gets a lot harder. But he's been so good playmaking. He's going to be the really the guy that gets everybody involved. He might not have, you know, 30 points on a night, but he could end up with, you know, 10 to 15 assists. So I'm looking at Tyrese Maxey to be that 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 counterbalance with the scoring. He's a dude that's probably going to draw the second best perimeter defender because – Obviously, that guy's going to go to James Harden. So I'm looking at him to be constantly aggressive. Yeah, I, I, my expected is Joel Embiid. Me too. Um, and if you look at his, his individual stats throughout the playoffs, they always look good. He's going to give you 25 to 28 points per game. But if you break it down quarter by quarter by quarter, in the last couple of playoff runs, he ends up being gassed by fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and he'll end up with more turnovers and field goals made in the fourth. But you look at the overall box, you'll be like, damn, Joel Embiid was on this shit. And then you get to the fourth quarter, and you'll be like, oh, damn, He's, he's out of it. You know what I'm saying? And so far this season, he's been amazing at fourth quarter. So you want to mm-hmm. see that carry over. He's hit six game winning slash go-ahead shots so far this year, and you want that type of uh, momentum going into the playoffs. So, yeah, we we know what Joel Embiid can do because he's been doing it. But, like, I mean, he hasn't made a conference finals just yet. And it's got to be this got to be the year where he's, like, the man closing out games like he has been in the regular season. Just just carry that shit over. I, I'm I'm on the same, uh, same thing with KB. Mine was Joel Embiid, and the thing that I had written down is he's literally too good. He's he's too good to not have this team at a certain level. Mm-hmm. He's been a top two, arguably, player this entire year. And I agree with KB. It needs to transfer and translate to the playoffs. And not only, I've said it a, a couple episodes ago or whatever, but every playoff series he's had, he's missed some type of time. Some type of time besides the sweep in the bubble. And that's, I guess, because, what, it was just the one series that they had and went four games. Mm -hmm. But he has to be available, number one. That's my main thing because we just haven't seen that from him in his playoff career. And I know Philly fans, we don't do the whole he's he's, uh, injury-prone narrative anymore. But in the playoffs, I'm just calling the spade a spade. He misses some type of time every year. Um, So they need that. And then I I agree. They need him to be at a level in the playoffs that me and you thought he was going to be uh, when we took him against the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? And I think this is um, one of the best teams he's had around him as far as um, fit. The Ben Simmons teams had a lot of talent. Ben Simmons, Tobias, Jimmy Butler, uh, J.J. Redick. But this team has talent and fit. And with the way Tobias has been playing, uh, James Harden, Embiid, Maxi, P.J. Tucker, um, hell, even George Niang, be, be hitting shots with these motherfuckers. Shots the minivan. So it's just like, I think it, it don't get no better than this mm-hmm. if it's going to happen in Philly. You know what I mean? The only better this can get is if, I guess, his ass got traded and teamed up somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And even then, 
you would think that a team would have to gut their whole roster to get them. So I don't know. But I think this is one of the best situations because the Ben Simmons thing, you can always blame Ben for the spacing and the uniqueness and weirdness. And even though we obviously passed that, I just think when you come to the, the spacing and the shot makers around him, Joel Embiid is that 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 guy. Man, he's 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 dangerous. He can pass and 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 get out of the double team. He can go at the double team, score over the double team. He gets to the free throw line. He defends the rim. Uh, this team is this team is this team does not get talked about enough, in my opinion, as far as being a team that can take that shit. And part of it is because a lot of people are reluctant on how they feel about James Harden and a little bit Joel Embiid going into the playoffs. But if you take all that away and you just look at the team, how they've played, who's on the roster, how they fit, we should talk about them they've the been, same way we talk the about the Celtics and Bucks. They've been the yeah. second team, best team of basketball since the since um, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Only team that's been better than them is the Bucks. Uh, the, the difference and they had to between go on them a long and the, run. Yeah, right. They had to win sixteen in a row. The difference between them and the Nuggets is like one game, but it's still, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're one of the few teams of basketball, the top ten in offense, the top ten defense. We've seen throughout the history of basketball that is a staple to win the NBA championship. In the last twenty two years, there's only been two teams to win a championship without being top ten in offense, top ten defense. Can y'all guess what those teams are? Say what again? I'm sorry. There's been two teams in, in the last twenty two years that won a championship without being top 10 in defense and top 10 in offense. The Dallas Mavericks? Nope, they did it. Uh, one of these is pretty obvious. Say it one more time. Not being top 10 in offense and defense. The exactly. last 10 years? Uh, 24 years. 24 years. Shit, I can't even remember who won. Or was it 20, so 22 years, something like that. 22 years. One of these teams is obvious. They were a defensive juggernaut, but they didn't have no star player, but they won a championship. No star player. Traditional superstar player. How about that? No superstar player. They the had an Pistons. all-star. The Pistons. Of oh. 2003, 2004. Oh, so it is going far, far, that far back. Yeah, but that's the, the the last one is recent. This team is not a top 10 offensive team. They were the number two defensive team in cha- when they won the championship. They they are a team that's been notoriously really the good. Warriors. At, the Warriors of last year. They were 17th in offense, but won a championship. Put it all together at the right time and won a championship. Shout out to the Spurs. I, I just knew one of those uh, late Spurs teams, the Spurs team that beat the big three here, I thought they weren't going to be like a top 10 yeah. offense mm-hmm. or some shit. But it's only two in history. You can make an argument that – you know, it being last year that we might be starting to see a new trend and maybe this year's another team because the Bucs are not top 10 in offense and top 10 defense. They're 17th ranked def- offense, number two ranked defense. Um, so this, but there's one thing that travels is defense. If you can get stops and you can hold a team and you have a star player. You also got to score that motherfucker, though. You can, w- if you stay in a close game, you have a chance. I would mm-hmm. love to see if the Warriors' defense from the playoffs would have entered into the top 10. You know what I'm saying? No, no, it was their offense that wasn't there. Their defense was number two. Same thing then. I would love to see if they offense. I think a lot of it was because Klay Thompson missed 80% of the season. And then Wiggins turned it up in the, in the playoffs a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I, I yeah, I, I think. I that actually just also wasn't a traditional year either. I think you're right, KB. We may be seeing something different just because I think a lot of now with basketball, and basketball has always been this way, but it's even more um, the matchups. So if you get the right matchup, you get the right route to the lead to the uh in the, the the playoffs, and it's a lot more parity. You may see some shit that mm-hmm. like they may not have been a top ten top, and you can you can draw some parallels where be like mm-hmm. they don't have a top ten, but they, they there's nobody like hypothetically. Let's just say the Sixers didn't have a top ten fucking offense, but they kept getting matched up with motherfuckers who had no answer for Joel and Pete. Right, they gonna have a top ten offense in the playoffs because you get yeah. you got seven mm-hmm. games against one team, and if they don't have an answer for your best player, yeah, I, I think this year is gonna be very matchup heavy, mm-hmm. and also injury luck has to be on your side this year. You miss uh, 
significant role player for two games in the series, you might fuck around and lose that series. Yeah. You know? It's so tight. Like, all those teams are, like, so competitive. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're one of the teams that have the easier matchups, you want to get rid of that business, eat, like, fast, yeah, because yeah. those other series might be going 6-7. But right. what's crazy is that out west, you might not be able to just sweep somebody right in the first round. The nope. Nuggets may have a tough matchup. They might end up playing the Lakers. Yeah. And with a healthy LeBron, play the LDAD, all those new role you players, D-Lo, play D-Lo got his shit going, so... That's going to be a tough first-round matchup. For sure. So. My X-Factor role player for the, the, the 76ers is P.J. Tucker. Just because P.J. Tucker makes the plays, he's not going to have the box score shit, but he and, and, and confines to a basketball game. He does a lot of shit that don't show up on a box score as far as winning plays. They don't track some of the shit that he does. and he That's why a lot of teams he goes to, they position himself. Not because he's just like the star player, but he just does a lot of the shit that is hard to get other guys to do. A lot of guys are focused on trying to get their 12 points. PJ is like, nah, I get, get 38 yeah. minutes, two points. <laughs> he went through a stretch where he didn't score. Yeah, it was yeah. like a two-week thing. His, his <laughs> points were at 2.5, and he was like, should we take that? 2.5? Right. Right. I don't know. I know a lot of people probably, X-Factor is going to be Doc Rivers. People who watch sure. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine was Tyrese Maxey. Uh, I think they need that secondary shot creator to really take a lot of pressure off of Joel and James Harden. Uh, especially when you talk about, like, down the stretch in games. I know KB was talking about how Joel sometimes in fourth quarter sometimes get fatigued. I think this year is going to be a little different. James Harden now is, like, the really, like, engine and ball handler of that offense. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be generating a lot more shots. And now Joel doesn't have to do everything like we've seen him do in the past. So I think the fourth quarter is for Joel. Um it's going to be very impressive in this playoff run because he won't be as fatigued because he doesn't have to – his load is going to decrease. Um, What game was that? Was that the Celtics that James Harden had a crazy fourth quarter? He hit that quarter? crazy, like, logo three. And and yeah. brought them back down by double digits again. And then Joel hit that top of the key three to yep. take the lead. Yep. yep. Player went flying by. He hit the three. Man, shout out to him. Yeah. Um, Let's play with a little bit more pace. We two teams in 30 minutes into the episode. <laughs> so let, let's, <laughs> oh, let's yeah, run with yeah. a little pace. Uh, we definitely did spend a lot of time on – my man Mike could be hitting his microphone. I Anwar even jumped because he got the headphones I don't be on. How the setups is? Uh, I for, for the <laughs> look at his mic right now, bro. Because it's just like it don't it don't hold. It don't got that hold to it. Think, okay, all right. Get through the episode. We'll fix it. All right, for sure. Use that posture. Get your posture right. Get get up on that microphone like this. He has the a, most mic issues on here. Yeah. Because he always stands. be touching. I, I never I never touch it. <laughs> the mic stands is about these. If you twist it in a position when you're not talking, it'll stay. It just don't be working out for me. Um, the next team we're going to do is the Boston Celtics. Uh, for their star, I put it on Jason Tatum. Um, I think this Celtics team is obviously this is a really good team. Um, for them to get over the humps, I think, is which is like Philly, Milwaukee. He's going to have to be the best player on the, on the floor like he was last last playoffs. He's going to have to be like the dude that has the big moments where he's dropping 42 shoes. I, I, I believe in the Celtics team. It's just, can he give him can he give him that star power to just like, to overpower a Giannis? Can he be the best player on the court when Giannis is there, when Embiid is there? I think he has the talent too. It's just he has to have that that dr- the same drive where he, he sent, you know, Kobe that message saying, I got you. He need that type of drive the whole playoffs. The thing that scares me about the Boston Celtics, they play Missoula ball. Um, and it's just like you're you're bound to every series have one game where you miss your shots. They're they're practically like the fucking Houston Rockets of old with Daryl Morey system, where like they get up thirty three points. Joe Mazzu like that ain't enough. Keep shooting them. Keep shooting. And they got a lot of great shooters. 
A lot of people over there are having great seasons. But in the playoffs, you might have one or two of those games, and one or two of those games happen in game six and game seven. You're kind of fucked, and that's where you need the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to go to that mid-range area because we know they can be elite in that area. Uh, but it's it's a little scary, but they are one of the few teams in basketball that's top 10 on offense, top 10 on defense. They're going to end up with 52-plus wins. This is the recipe to win the championship. But it's just a it's a lot of three point shooting, and they can't they they've been struggling at least of recently to hold them leads. They didn't belong to a back to back twenty point leads, a ten point lead here, a fifteen point lead. Like damn, just just keep that pressure. And a lot of that boils down to oh shit, we was hot for three quarters, and then we get to that fourth quarter, we're shooting one for seven from three to start it off. What do we do now? Mm. Uh, for me, it was uh, Grant Williams. Biggest one of the biggest X factors. My bad. My bad. Uh, he said last, we we going too much for order. Let me fuck this up real quick. No, nah, but last year Grant Williams was a big reason why they made it to the NBA Finals. His his three point shooting was on point. He was shooting the ball at over forty percent. His defense was amazing. Game six, he had uh, like six threes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, if Grant Williams is playing at that level and he's showing and his performance in those NBA Finals is a big reason why he didn't take that contract offer that they gave him. How y'all feeling like about that? Did he did he hold himself out of money? He was offered fifty million dollars for four years, so twelve million a year. Was Is he? Do you think he's worth? He'll get more than that. He's worth more than that. I think he's gonna get around that. Honestly, I, yeah, I could also see a team giving him fifteen, eighteen as well. Does it matter? I think. I, it, I, I think this playoff see, series I, I is going. I don't see the eighteen. You don't see the eighteen. I don't see the eighteen. Let's see. The teams it. that have cap space would probably want a, a young, what is he, 25? Mm-hmm. A youngest type dude that could just come in, hit some shots, play some good defense. I like Grant Williams. I like Grant, I like Grant Williams, but I love Grant Williams with the Celtics. I think a guy like Grant Williams, um, <clears throat> I think guys like him, what they should do is they should, um, you always chase your bag. Don't get me wrong with that. But you have to accept the reality and who you are and know how to maintain your value. So I'm, I'm going to pose this question for y'all. Do you jump at a money grab or do you stay consistently yourself and have longevity? Because I think a guy like PJ, I'm mean, PJ. I think a guy like Damn Grant Williams. The same right. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't for, know. For him, though, I could see him thinking, like, I can get that more just because you see a lot of people, like, there's a lot of. There's a lot of like want for a dude that can play multiple positions. He could defend and then also shoot at that high clip. But we also saw in the Warriors series he practically can play because they were too you. fast. I was gonna say, what other position is he playing? He's really a four. You he, can, he's you there. Can def- to, he, he you can, can trick defend, yourself. I think those he wings. Can he, he can defend multiple wings. He can't really. It's not like I'm running there at the three, but it I, I, I trust him plan. in certain defensive he can't, matchups. He can't guard guards right now. Simple as that. Yeah. If you put him on Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson is burning his ass. He's great at doing the fire hydrant stuff and mm-hmm. guarding. St- not stopping Giannis, but soaking up minutes guarding Giannis and stuff like that. But there, there's a genuine reason why in the in the finals he wasn't on the court as much. It's just because it's it's a lot going on. And I think you have he's, to highlight that word footed. that KB used, soaked. So it's like you you just trying to throw a motherfucker out there so your main guy can get a few minutes. <laughs> he does a damn, he but does it's a like pretty damn good job on on like on uh just those bigger guys like Giannis and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. but I, I, all I'm saying is. It's not again the conversations, and it's the same thing. Can, I, can I talk about his minutes real quick? And, yeah, go ahead. In the playoffs last year, in the first round he played thirty minutes a game. Second round he played thirty-two minutes. Third round he played thirty minutes. In the finals he played seventeen minutes per game. It's just Match different. Ups, yeah, it's just Match different. Ups. In Brooklyn, they had to go against Kevin Durant, big player. They fucking closed everything in on Kevin Durant. Milwaukee in the second round, Jimmy Butler and Bam in this, the last round, PJ and now Tucker. exactly. And then in the Warriors, 
I put him on Wiggins. Wiggins is tall, but he he moves as if he's a guard. Yeah, yeah. Right. In that series and well. we we okay with not needing a defender to stop Draymond. So in that case, he didn't play much. And I like him. I like him. Nothing about what we're saying in the conversation is saying that somebody don't do nothing well. I love that. that, that, that what did he say the other night? He that. said, I'm going to make both. And he did not. Both of them. Shout out to him. That's the homie, though. But my point was, hypoth- you, yeah, you could get to 12 million. I just think that there's value in buying in who you are and, and driving your value is and saying, this is who I am. This is my identity. Mm-hmm. Because once you get known for something in the NBA or any fucking league, there's forever – as long as you stay healthy, going to be a bag there. It's just like a home run hitter. Nelson Cruz has been playing for so long because people say that's a big bat that you can get in your lineup. He's playing in the WBC right now. And can bat fourth or fifth for you at DH, and he's going to get 25-plus home runs, and he's going to be able to get a bag after bag. I don't know how much longer this is going going to go, but for the last, like I don't know 40. how many years, yeah, he's, still in that he's been doing it. Yeah. And I think you can look at a guy like P.J. Tucker, Jay Crowder. These are guys who are extending their career and getting bags, $10 million here per year, $12 million there for one year, and teams are always having to come out because they've made a name. And I think Grant Williams staying with this championship-oriented Celtics and getting that bag and having a role can extend it. But I could be wrong because it can't apply to everybody. So it's like, do you do that or do you do Because I've seen guys, too, like Lance Stevenson left the Pacers to try to get that bag. That was his bag, and that was it. Yeah. That was it. Because as soon as you get the bag, the expectations is now we're paying Grant Williams $18 million a year to be a starting player who can't – he can't be a 17-minute guy now. Because it can work with the Celtics because it's like, oh, he's just our guy. He's on his rookie deal. He played 30 minutes in the first couple rounds. Now he can't play. It's not that big of a deal. But when you start to get that, like the conversation we had, the people going to tie in that money mm-hmm. to your to, to your expectation, at least in the first couple of years. And then they got to, you know, figure out your value. But I think I'm I think in this case, some team gets your bag. But is four fifty not getting his bag? Do we really th- think he's getting four eighty somewhere? Nice no, 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 no. I think it'll be that high. But like uh, thinking about the projections that are coming out, four four fifty is like the middle of exception in two years. So damn, I, I'm I'm at least above the average NBA player. That's like average NBA player money. At least that's what you talk about with your agent. I feel like I mean four four fifty. Maybe I can get four sixty five. Maybe four seventy. You used to rock is these somebody that'll do something. And that's that's my argument. Go get four seventy from the Rockets, and we may not see you when that four seventy <laughs> yeah. is done. I don't. I, I honestly don't think I will give a fuck about anything. With all due respect, Grant Williams is doing if it's with the Rockets. I don't. So I think his value is on the winning they about to go crazy. Oh, wait, if you made, if you change my mouth, that you tell me that that's guaranteed. Tim <laughs> Harden and Wimby Yama, they might be in the. I'm mix. with it. But if it's if it's uh Kevin Porter, Jalen Green. And Jabari and Shingoon and Grant. Oh, man. Grant. He might still end up with 17 minutes because Tarisen is there and all of these players. I shouldn't imagine going from a winning situation like the Celtics going to the finals and everything and then going to the Rockets. I can. That just sounds terrible. My fucking pockets are are thick as hell right now. For that that case, I'm I'm willing to be on a bad team if I'm also empty stats. Setting up generational (laughs) wealth. He's not even that type of player. He's not even going to put up numbers like that. So it's like just stay on the. I would. I would much. It don't gotta be. I'm not. I don't mind leaving to get the bag, but it's where you're going. Don't leave and go to the Rockets. Leave and get a few more million from the fucking Pacers. Or or, or I would like to see him in Dallas. Go go to Dallas. I would go, love so to see I, him in they Dallas. They don't have no fucking money. But no, no. If Kyrie walks, they have a lot of money. If Kyrie walks, Kyrie then there's and no Gra- reason uh, to go. 
<laughs> that's funny. Kyrie and um, Christian Wood could walk, and then that'll open up like $26 million. They can all go to Grant Williams. Boom. We back, baby. $26 million per for Grant. <laughs> that's cruel. <laughs> for Grant. Uh, my role player. <laughs> Wait, what team we talking about? <laughs> This is Celtics. Just this move on. We don't need. We don't need to keep going on the Celtics. Who was your role player though? It was Al Horford though. Oh, okay. oh Al Horford hit one game when it shot a week. That's like, what I was it saying. seems they like he's hit big, 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 big shot Al. Big shot Al. Mine was Derek White, just because his is. I was thinking it was either him or Al Horford. <laughs> he would go five for eight from three in the playoffs. Or the, the last two games, he had three points. It was one for ten shooting. Yeah. Like I watched two games in the fucking finals. Like damn, Derek. Uh, next team is New York Knicks. <laughs> For them, I have Julius Randle. I think for him, it's just he takes so so many tough shots. I just still just don't believe that's him in terms of like him gonna be able to like can carry Mike, that onto the playoffs. Two of the last three years, it has been him. Not in the playoffs though. But that's that, that's a different situation. It's a different team. It is. Are, are you helping off Alfred Payton? Yes. Are I you know. helping off Jalen Brunson? No. Oh, okay. But KB. Are you helping off RJ? Are you helping off RJ? That's my X Factor. My X Factor is RJ. I think Barrett. that's the X Factor consistently because they are going to let that man shoot the yeah. uh, My X Factor is RJ and I, I was going to pay him. I was like, honestly, I don't even know because if he's playing bad, they'll take his ass out and put him on that bench. Josh, are you? Yeah. My only question that I wrote down was what RJ. He's higher than those other dudes. What RJ sure. are we getting? Yeah. That's all I want to know. And with Julius Randle, um, it's a little bit of everything. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit of. of uh, the adjustments he can make being honed in for seven games. And mm-hmm. can he make those shots? And, you know, like KB, KB has a valid point. I think he will, and I think he can. Um, but it has to be consistent because we've seen some games, especially of recent, where it ain't so good and we just shit. We have to be able to be a flow. And I know Jalen Brunson won playing or got hurt, didn't finish the game. But the, the playoffs is just a different monster and a different beast, man. For different sure. monster, different beast. And I think the best players – are valuable regardless. Jason Tatum is bringing value regardless. Just mm-hmm. by being on the floor, there's a certain value, whether he's got it going or not. And I we need that from uh from Julius Randle. Um also for my role player, I had Mitchell Robinson. I think he's been really key for their defense. Sometimes, especially against these other guys, these really which is understandable too, going against, you know, top of the league guys, he can get into foul trouble really easy. They need him on the court. Uh, you know, keep the pace going. Next, wait, wait, wait. I, I want to say, yeah. um, Josh Hart has to be in that case too, just because even the game against the Kings from a few nights ago, Josh Hart Demon single-handedly brought them back in that game by crashing offensive glass. Mm-hmm. He had like seven offensive rebounds from the guard wing position, and it ended up in this many second chance points. I don't know how much of that translates to the playoffs, but like that kind of energy between him and uh, quickly playing hard nosed defense, those things are gonna matter, um, come playoff time. So. We can go with the pace, though. Uh, next team is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I had Isaac Okoro. Have you looked at his shooting splits no. recently? No. About a month-by-month month basis, yeah. basis. First month was like 28%. Second month was like oh, 32%. Yeah, he's improved over the, over the course the of the Since the beginning season. of this year. Remember you, what you were saying about RJ and he shot like 40%? Do that shit in the playoffs. For sure, for sure. Do that yeah. shit in the playoffs. That was a big reason why I put him as X Factor. For the, January <laughs> and February, he shot 40% from three and 41% from three, y'all. Mm-hmm. Ice... Has two months sample size yeah. saying that he can knock it down when he's, you add over him. He's literally taking that starting wing spot. What we thought it was going to be, when I, I at least thought it was going to be Dean Wade or maybe Jerry Osmond. Yeah, Jerry Osmond. But Isaac Okoro showing that, hey, it's me. That's because that defense he brings. Well, yeah. J.B. Biggerstaff is already running an eight man rotation. 
Nothing deeper than that. It's like unless they have injuries. Nothing deeper than that. He is running eight man like we are in the playoffs currently right now. Like they want to keep that higher seed come playoff time. Um, and I think Ice is a is a good person to have because similarly to RJ, if I'm a coach, I'm letting that man let it fly. And if we lose the series because of Ice Gokoro, we don't feel too bad about it. He they deserve that one if he hits six threes in the game. Mm-hmm. But like you, it's it's hard to first score against these dudes because you can't if you get to the basket you got two seven footers that's just blocking everything. Um, we know Donovan Mitchell has been a proven playoff player, so like the it's the other stuff. It's like Donovan might give us forty every single night. We we accept that. Let's make sure that nobody else gets off as well, mm-hmm. and that might be just the mindset. My X factors were Donovan Mitchell and Isaac Okoro plus just the three in general that position. Um. Donovan Mitchell does have his playoff moments, but I think they need Donovan Mitchell to be even more exceptional, as crazy as they may sound, just because the East the East is so, so, so crazy wicked, man. And there's so many good defensive teams. There's so much size to put on them. They need they cannot afford him to not be on his A game. You, you know, they they going to have to go up against juggernauts if mm-hmm. they want to go on a run. I think the Knicks is going to be a tough matchup to start off with, but even if you win that – you're playing against what the Billy? Sixers, uh, yeah, Sixers, Bucks, mm-hmm. or whoever, and uh, it gets ugly. And I think their their hopes is going to be on Donovan Mitchell because their team is a lot better than I think they thought they would be. I think they was thought they was going to be a playoff team for sure, but they're they they've top they in the mix, they're, yeah. yeah, they they top top up there. So number nine in offense, number three in defense. They got the recipe going. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. <laughs> they do. Uh, I like the Donovan Mitchell pick for like the the top dude. I was also thinking him too, just because I look at like the the uh, the other three guys starting with him: Jared, uh, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, and Isaac Okoro. I'm knowing Darius that Garland. the defense, yeah, you get well. Darius Garland's gonna get his. I'm looking at the fact that they probably gonna help. Them. They're gonna help hard off yeah. these guys that are non shooters. So what I was thinking for Donovan Mitchell is not we know he's gonna score. It's about I think making the right reads and getting you know being having that. That secondary like feel to get your players involved. Obviously, that's more so during Scarlett's job, but it might be times where he's getting to the lane, seeing three bodies in his way, and he's gonna have to make those type of plays. He gonna he gonna go up. He gonna go up. <laughs> um, I did. I put Evan Mobley though for mine, just because, like I said, um, he teams are gonna focus in on Garland and Donovan Mitchell. I think Evan Mobley is. He's shown us that he can score. He had thirty eight points not too long ago. And it's just like that. You don't need that, obviously, but just having that flash of him being able to attack space when they're like when they're not guarding him, I think that's going to be big for their offense. The future's Evan Mobley, man. Doesn't it feel like it's too early for this team? Even though we talk about how good they are, they're top ten in offense, top ten defense. It just feels like that. This is not the year, specifically just on the fact that Evan Mobley's fucking twenty one. Donovan Mitchell's just coming over to this team. Like it, if they no, want a championship. It's just, it would be a huge surprise to me, not because they lack the ability to. It was just we don't see stuff like this happen in NBA history often where a team is not put together on the fly, but they trade for a new player. And it's not just a new player. It's one of the best players in basketball. And everything clicks so perfectly that they're a championship team the first year. I never thought that they would be here. That's why I'm saying, yeah, like, good point. we knew that they were going to be better, but, man, they've been damn good. And that's even with them having a stretch where they were struggling. Like, they had a week straight where they And they don't have a fucking three. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Isaac Okoro solidified it now, but for a long time, we just kept saying, man, who's the three? What they doing at the deadline? What they doing at the deadline? Karis LeVert, where you at? <laughs> Dean Wade. Are you, we, at one point, we were saying, Dean, when is Dean Wade returning from injury? Yeah. yeah. 
That was a real He was playing that good statement. before he got hurt. Yeah. That was a real statement. And this team is top 10 offensively, top 10 defensively, and they've comfortably, comfortably have been in the top half of the hierarchy in the Eastern Conference from home court advantage. I know DG was an all-star last year, but I think people might be looking at his individual stats for this year and thinking that, like, he just not on that level. That motherfucker, he is on that level. Like, as far as we talk about the best young point guards in basketball. His numbers outstanding. But they not as good as they were last year. Where he oh, was I an all star. Yeah, I was gonna say he yeah. added a dude that's giving you thirty. But, but for just, adding Donovan Mitchell, his shit is outstanding in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Were you looking at top young point guards of basketball? Darius Garland is. No, up he's there. somebody you really want to run your offense. He up there, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's only a few few you young. You taking him or De'Aaron Fox? Ooh, I'll De'Aaron Fox. You said Garland. Yeah, you take De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, take a Fox. Let me the dude that's gonna give me twenty in the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, I'm getting fucked up now. <laughs> Homie doing what he doing to, to coexist with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell may be stealing what we can see from Garland. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, Trade him away. Next team was on the list is the Nets. I don't know how much time y'all want to spend on this. Um, Dang, just fucking Not a lot. I don't want to spend a lot. Yeah, we didn't actually spend it's a lot of time on, on the Knicks Mikhail either. Bridges. Is Mikael Bridges just like, can he be there? Are they going to win a first-round series? Yeah, probably like, not. They're probably not even going to win a game. No, see, I wouldn't go that far. Role player, it's, the, it's basketball. Claxon, when Nicholas Claxton on his shit, they just they just came back down twenty eight against the Celtics. You don't think they could win one playoff game against any team? Right Maybe. now, they go against the 76ers. and this is the energy I'm talking about. You would never say this, the Lakers. <laughs> no, I, I don't think they. I don't think they'll still. A, they they will not steal a game against the Sixers. Do you want to bet some money? Yeah. How much money you want to bet? Because I, I <laughs> that be the funniest thing. Because when you ask him about like betting, because I'm just betting, I'm going. Against, I'm I'm betting the odds. I'll <laughs> buy your White Sox game ticket. No I'm, wait, I'm that, make that's, that but that's that way before work. the playoffs. That doesn't work. That doesn't but no, work. no, he oh. buy his ticket. If it happens, you send. Well, him no, back it's not money. like we're going to one game this season. So, bet, oh yeah, bet, you got a deal. Okay, whoever whoever loses buys the other one a White Sox ticket this season. Okay, but I just I'm just playing the odds. You you can't tell me there won't be a game where Brooklyn don't turn up. I'm I'm. Damn, y'all both making points. I can see the Sixers wiping the flow with that ass, but I can see Spencer Dinwiddie. There's going to be one bad James Harden game. It's going to be one J- bad James Harden game. I'm and that's going to be a nightmare. In Brooklyn. They're probably right. getting swept. <laughs> they probably getting swept. Okay. I think so, too, but. I know who I'm know picking them. to win the series. The 76ers historically don't give up that game. It's like that game you went to. Yep, against the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> 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 Fucking Jared Dudley is taunting Vince Simmons and J.J. Redick and them get bowed off the court. So uh-huh. yeah, give All me right. one game of Brooklyn, just one game. Who that they play? Did the did the did the Wizards steal one? Yes, they did. That was a Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal game. I, oh, I'm not, now I'm gonna go back and look at Joel and B playoff history. How often has he swept the team? Because that's that's what was boiling down. I may be doing point. this bad with KB. The <laughs> Mills. We do. We need to start getting the bets going again. Yeah, I think we haven't done enough bets this season. Because we got a bet for the Bulls Lakers game that's coming up, right? We, we can. We can't right now. Oh, you might as well pay for my White Sox ticket because oh. the, the Knicks, they better than the Bulls. There's no <laughs> games. That could, there's not enough games where that could even. Joel Embiid has played in nine series in his career. How many games has he been the one sweeping? We know he been got swept at least once because it was in the, the Celtics, bubble. yeah. How the many? Sixers ain't swept nobody. No. I don't think. They've don't. never swept anybody. Yeah, they've never swept anybody. They've also never had James Harden. Absolutely, yes, they have. Oh, they did last year. <laughs> I tweeted. I forgot. He was recently acclimated. It was up three zero. I'm not trying to hear that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Say what y'all want him. about Ben Simmons. I get it, 
But those scenes that they had were really fucking good, and we all got up there and talked about them highly because they had yeah. Jimmy, Tobias, J.J. Reddy, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid. That team should have swept somebody. Yeah. They didn't sweep the old-ass Miami Heat when D-Wade was on his last leg and James Johnson was threatening to beat Ben Simmons' ass. Gore and Drogic and shit, they were still in games against my uh, Philly. The Philly, leading score in that series, by the way, that first series against Miami, 2018, who led the 76 in scoring by average? If you had Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler wasn't he on the team. He went on this team, yeah. Oh. Uh, J.J. Reddick? J.J. Reddick led them to score this series <laughs> 20 points per game. Ben Simmons averaged 18. Joel Embiid averaged 18.7. So it wasn't like J.J. was number one and number two was down there. I mean, they had That one game, that one six? Uh, five. They have five players that average 16 or more. Marco Bellinelli averaged 16 in this series. Yeah, Marco Bellinelli Marco. used to be him. Dario Shards averaged 16 in this series. But, yeah. Great, good. I'm talking about these these teams have always had talent. In hindsight, niggas always wouldn't bring up Ben Simmons. I get it. But these teams have had talent. Dario Sarge was talented. He almost won rookie of the year for them. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon won it or something? Yeah, that was a, when Joel Embiid played 20 games. He's like, should we just give it to Joel Embiid because he's just better than everybody? <laughs> when we went to the president, Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, and then also, just real quick, for the Nets, I also had Seth Curry as an X-Factor just because he's the last year of his deal. Mike, he, move on, bro. <laughs> <show> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Time to show off for Seth Curry is crazy as hell. We know with Seth Curry, he's gonna get a nice little paycheck because he can shoot. He don't need no. He don't need a game. Imagine Seth Curry hit six threes and people are like, damn, he's showing up. We should pay him a little bit more money now. He's showing he, he gonna up. do what Seth Curry do. Uh, next team is Miami Heat. Kyle Lowry. I'm not no. even counting his skip. Ass. Skip. I mean, if Kyle Lowry is your ex factor, what are we talking about? <laughs> you you remember how Kyle Lowry. Early in the season, we were talking about the Lakers. We were like, damn, do they have the worst 3 through 10 in the ba- basketball? <laughs> the Miami Heat might have yeah. the worst 4 through 10 because I still respect the top three dudes. I still respect Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler just last bam. night, and bam. But like, After do they that? have the worst 4 through 10 of any team that's trying to make a playoff push? I was looking they at might. it like that because they don't have nobody to depend on. They don't got nothing, they bro. They don't have nobody to depend on. They got in Kevin Love, and he hasn't really been what they needed at all. My X Factor for the Miami Heat is uh, Tyler Hero. All I said was that he just has to go to another level because they don't have shit. They need Bubble Hero. And he's having, like, the same typical Tyler Hero years Damn last Bubble year. Bam. But he got to go up a notch. And then my <laughs> other guy is Victor Oladipo. There was a stretch um, coming into the new year. Where they went three and one, and Victor Oladipo was playing magnificent. He was averaging 19, 4 and 4. This is 12, uh, 31. So uh, New Year's Eve into January 6th. Mm-hmm. Four game stretch, three and one. He giving them 19, 4 and 4. Then they had an 11 game stretch where they coming into the New York New Year, and uh, they went seven and four in the first 11 games. And he was giving them 15, 5 and 4, yep. 47, 39, 79 splits. So, I mean, if Victor Oladipo play like that consistently, this team is different. And, you know, like, to, to me, they're not, they, you know what I mean? They're not a whole dynamically different team, but they are better if Victor Oladipo was consistently playing. Sure. Do y'all think they're a team that can upset someone in the first round? I do. And what what season are they? seed, they will play the Boston Celtics. No, I mean, no, Celtics no. Celtics in that They edge. upset the Sixers. They have to make it as a seventh seed, first of all. Yes. Do y'all think if they got up to the 60 over the Nets? No, they upset but the they going to give them a fight just because Brooklyn and Miami just always have these dog fights, and it's going to suck. If the, if the 76ers draw the Miami Heat in the first round, they going to hate it just because they going to get their ass beat. They going to win the series, but they going to walk out of there with a bum ankle, 
uh, stitches in the right eye, something like that. Best case scenario is for them to get up to the fifth seed uh, where the Knicks are and play the Cavs. Yeah, if, they, if they want any hope of making it What they would have to do is win tough. every game. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, it's a three-game difference. I don't know a single Miami Heat fan that looks at this same thing and that they have a chance to do anything outside of maybe winning the first-round series. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But it's just like when you talk about that maybe, it's like it's a big maybe. Because everything would have to go right. Everything had to go right. Jimmy <laughs> Butler would have to Jimmy turn Butler into his father, Michael up. Jordan. Who made that video again? Mike Rizemba made a video about Stop that. Doing that shit, <laughs> Shout out to Mike Rizemba. I was trying to text you the other day, and I typed in Mike on my contacts, and I almost sent that fucking message to Corzimba. <laughs> That's funny. And it would have just been a wait, message wait, wait. that said. So you type a message and then press send? I mean, press the reciprocal? No, I went like, um, hold on. I went like up top, start a new message. I typed in Mike. So yeah, you start the message before you even have who it's sending to. No, no, he said like he probably just almost Mike. didn't notice. Yeah, that he put message. in Mike. So you go to new message, you top right, which is new message. No, I did like this. Oh, I and see. Mike and then Corzimba came up, and I clicked on Corzimba. I'm like, oh shit! And the message I was gonna send him was so just you, gonna say so, Mike. So you like, just get on, get on your headset. You just that you just that popping where you just gotta go to your search. Mike ain't in your top. He not. Or no, yeah, because individually, yeah, I'm talking about individually texting. Me and Mike not texting. I ain't really got no relationship because me and D Mills text individually all the time. <laughs> Let me see the last text <laughs> message I, I said. Like Mike if says Mike, telling him to put his headset on his head. So me and Mike, no, <laughs> I, honestly, me and Mike text uh, separately. Bro, no, me and Mike conversations always is cord, cord. Where you at, <laughs> Mike? That ass. That's just one word response. Me and Mike really be texting. Oh, about the league and stuff. Went to the studio and all types of Yeah. Hey, on, yeah, on some real shit, I say this seriously. This is not including me and you. <laughs> Through the wire, we, we really, I feel like we're really dropping the ball by not putting out a mixtape. It's just, it's literally free money. Well, Derek don't want to hop on the track unless no, I, Anthony I, Everett's there. I, in, all, in all seriousness, <laughs> though, like, we really, we, like, if you don't do it, it's just say that you don't like money. I was, bro, it, I was <laughs> At thinking this point, about like one a, a song yesterday, really and I was like, did we even put this to. shit out? It was one song with us three. Did we put that song out? D-Mills wasn't on there. Yeah. We put that out? The only out? song we didn't put out is uh, Too Much Money. Oh. I don't think Luggage is out. Oh, that's That's like bad. a throwaway, though. I feel like that's a throwaway track. But yeah, like, in all seriousness, though, like, because of how much people ask and how much people went to it when we was dropping, even a little Go Talk we made in, like, 45 minutes, I Clips still use that in every video. At the end of every video. Yeah, he does. I think we really. Anybody know what Clips' name is? So I don't have to refer mm-hmm. to him as. I, I think Clips, Clips is actually better. Yeah, Clips might be Clips. So I'm just putting. Some yeah, people I'm might think it's a little know. ambiguous though. So. Could be a lot of people. A lot of people do Clips. No, I'm I'm serious. No, yeah, I know. So got you know, it, it ain't nothing to do but to show up and read it. I will literally do whatever I have to do to help you. <laughs> I was watching. That's the what he did the last time. Just, yeah, like I don't know what the. Thing to be afraid. Nobody's expecting nothing from I was watching one of Clips, and it was one of the moments where he's like, "Show him your phone. Show him how you you." you oh gotta, my god! He said, he said yeah. "You don't got to put it up there because they might like screenshot it, but just show it to him." He was like, <laughs> and it was a paragraph. <laughs> it was a whole paragraph. <laughs> and then we was laughing. And P. I was like, "No, don't laugh at that shit. That shit damn near embarrassing." Because <laughs> <laughs> like, how was you gonna read that? Zoom moments was the Zoom era was low key go. There was a lot of moments on that. But yeah, man. All we need is two sessions every time we drop. We record four songs once, and another three or four, and we got seven to eight songs, and we done. And we put that shit out. We drop, do a little photo shoot, shoot a music video to one of them, and we just got us a little bankroll. 
And if one of them motherfuckers catch fire. If, if I get back in, it's not for the money. It's for the love of the game. If one of them motherfuckers catch fire, <laughs> because we got the TikTok, get a little viral. I bet motherfuckers <laughs> want to do part two and threes and fours. That, that little, little paper. I'm dead. But no, the music video on TikTok will be hilarious. People, people making it out, man. You know how many TikTok songs? How many yeah, people no, it would just blow be funny up because that would just be such a random curveball from what's already on a TikTok. That's social media. But we, <laughs> hey, we've been telling people. So you come to a Through the Wire Live show, we're going to talk about hoops for an hour with it. We're going to perform uh, our whole mixtape for you. <laughs> we got connections. <laughs> have, Put, have Dr- guess. Put Drewski in the video. <laughs> Drewski <laughs> get us a Jack Harlow feature because Drewski told me personally that he knew who he was before I did the show Some with him because of Jack Harlow. Went up. Fucking marketing was in a J. Cole music video. They not trying to be in our shit no more. Yeah, I, <laughs> hey, marketing will be in our shit without knowing. <laughs> link, without up with, knowing. link up with them. Oh, well, put that camera, put that camera. Out. And we just behind <laughs> them. We like getting B-roll. They don't even know it. Hey, what up? What, what how y'all feeling? <laughs> who, who else we know? Outfit crispy. P- I mean, uh, Derek like just rapping. <laughs> who else we know? I don't know who else we know. Should we get a future for, a feature from Meta? He said he's still making music. Yeah. We just keep it moving. We have a lot of shit. All right, Mike, please keep going. We are halfway through the first. Atlanta Hawks. DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray. I got John Collins. John Collins has been ass. Mm. Like, he's played so bad. He's one of the people that we know in the NBA, and you (laughs) shitting on him. (laughs) (laughs) One of the only NBA players that ever said, through the wire, and you should, here you go shitting on him. Hey, I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, But he got his phone now from Obama. Can't make oh it up. My God. You, can't, oh my God. you can't make it up. <laughs> D-Mills, tell him to stop breaking up you that old shit, You can't make it up, man. bro. You can't make it up. Mo Bamba had done nothing, was on crutches in a private event, and you pulled out your phone with the flash with no shame. I cannot <laughs> ever stop bringing it up. Uh, Yeah, DeJounte Murray was mine. 25 years from now. You gonna have you gonna you gonna have kids multiple. They gonna be graduating. I'm be like, hey, I'm, I'm bringing so that ha- shit up. I'm, I'm so happy. Oh my god, I'm so happy y'all graduating. Uh, well, he's gonna y- name one of his kids Mo. Y'all next step oh. is to go to college, and y'all doing Mo so Seattle. well. But did I ever tell y'all when y'all dad put out his phone for Mo Bamba? I know you don't know who that is. You think it's a song? <laughs> <laughs> he had crushes. We ran a private oh, event. He had the no, flash bro. on, and Austin he didn't really care. Fool for what he did. Hey, Mo Bamba <laughs> added like done for the season or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Get well soon. Another guy that 2K makes good. Hell yeah. Uh, black shots stretch well, the floor. they be having him Perfect. and Bo, Bo. Like, they are hey. demigods. Demigods. Cut demi-gods. your mic off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's the next team? Uh, Once we get to the playing teams, it's like, yeah. win the game. No disrespect to the Hawks. But the Hawks, the Haw- we are Hawks fans today because they beat the Wizards back-to-back. And for us Bulls fans, that's beautiful, man. We I, have I am game looking out for DeJounte to step up and be more aggressive, you know, because I just feel like he's the one that got to make this shit happen because obviously Trey is just going to be Trey. And then I had John Collins because, like Derek said, he has been disappointing. I'm changing what Derek said. He ain't been ass, but he hasn't been John Collins' level. And I think if he does hit John Collins' level – They'll be good. And we saw in the playoffs a few years ago, John Collins took up his defense, and they were a whole different team, and mm-hmm. he was getting into Julius Randle shit. So John Collins is, is always going to be the X factor as long as he's on their roster. Well, since Quinn Snyder's come in, he doesn't play like he used to. You know, he's a 30-minute-per-game person. I'm just, I just looked at it. He's now averaging like 22 minutes per game. Yeah, uh, Sadiq Bay has been playing a lot um, of those Sadiq minutes. Sadiq Bay is X factor as well. He's I, shooting le- the leather off the ball for them. <laughs> I had Sadiq in. Uh, Sadiq Bay might be shooting like forty four percent from three. He's shooting right like forty six or forty seven. I think I was just looking at it. <laughs> um, but I got him. I got Sadiq and I got DeAndre Hunter. 
just because he I, he said I think I was just looking at it. That's just were you looking at it? Or were you not? No, I mean like I think it's in the percentage. I was just forty nine percent. Oh, Damn. since he got traded here. Yeah, that's they gonna they gonna need that three point shooting. Yeah, they're gonna need that. So I, I got the wings. Is I actually like their wings. Hunter, Sadiq, AJ Griffin, the Lemon Pepper Loose. DeAndre Hunter be having games where I be like, bro, this motherfucker could really do that. But it's also he has games where it's just like he all had on the court. I think that might just be him. It could be. Uh, next team is Denver Nuggets. Oh damn, we ain't talking about no other teams out east. They're not all in order. They're not all in order, bro. You just went through nine. East Conference teams. Yeah. How did you end up not just West? Finish We're the, not going to the West without finishing the East. The Raptors. <laughs> Wait, you... <laughs> why, what the heck? We I did not... Eastern Conference I, teams, I just, and now we... I just went off the list that I had. I told you that it wasn't all in the Well, way. we're going to stay all East. <laughs> Let's just finish the Eastern That's Conference. Fine. We yeah, almost Toronto there. Toronto is Nine the East team. teams. And then we're almost there. Toronto I did Raptors. Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, and everybody should have Fred. Because they are 22nd ranked in three-point shooting this year, which is terrible. Or a team that has like wings. How often like we see Derek bring out the stats like the boy used, used to be number man now. <laughs> a big reason why they're probably twenty second and threes is Fred Van Fleet shooting, and because so. nobody else wants yeah. to do it, so he just you use yeah. your b ball index. No, I that should be tweaking for me, bro. I don't know. It just don't work. You got. Well, you probably got to go to your Google Drive and go to the the, the player, the player comparison. Sheet. Yeah. Oh, probably be on a website. I do be on the website. <laughs> Uh, for rappers, your friend, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just stopped using it because I was wondering why that shit wasn't working. Fuck the money I spent on this subscription. I'm just what done. about cleaning the glass. I have that too. No, 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 no. I know you got it. Do you use it? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you use? Basketball reference? Yeah. What do you use on basketball? Free source, free source. Advanced stats. The thing I showed yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Does basketball reference get rid of the garbage time? Because I like cleaning the glass because it gets rid of the garbage time minutes. Like, this is the top 10 offense if you get rid of the last oh, minutes okay. where we oh, up by 40 and know. now we running the worst players on our team. Basketball Darius days now. They just show you where they are. Okay. So, if you want to know who's a top 10 defense, top 10 offense, they'll tell you this is their shit right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to go find it, though, right? It, it, yeah. Yeah, you got to go find it. Yeah, shout to B-Ball. It's a tab that in all ain't of those open. Places. Yeah, it's not. You, it, it's an important. <laughs> it's like it very. It tells you what the team is in every fucking category, and it tells you about the opponents. The opponents. So it tells you basically the offensive D and anything you want to know. But you gotta like click it and for the show, and it's mm-hmm. the, like the a title drop down is menu? like Minsk, yeah, or whatever. And I just think it's miscellaneous. Just, miscellaneous. It be some shit that number one is not miscellaneous. Number one, and it should already be open. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck about a, the team's totals. Yeah, this is that, DeAndre Hunter's total rebounds. That, that should be closed. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> so, just a little advice, basketball reference, because I think a lot of people don't know about that that tab that I'm referring to. I love it. Especially yeah, I didn't know about it until Beer told me. March I never Madness. I love it because if you see a little 13 seed in your bracket, and you just want to find out some quick hit information. I go right into basketball reference, and I, that is already open in college. It's all, that's how I know about it, and they'll tell you. This motherfucker, okay, they got a high-paced offense. Okay, they shoot a lot of threes. Boom, I like that. I almost had a deal with Basketball Reference a little while ago. That would have been like <laughs> exclusivity shit. Like, so hey. I saw he shoots 47% via Basketball, basketball reference. reference. Anytime I saw any stats on screen, it was like supposed to be a Basketball Reference thing. It fell through. Uh, but I was I was close. I would have had to say goodbye to cleaning the glass and all that, which is one of the reasons why I didn't. Because mm. it's just some of them more uh Friendly to the user, 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's what y'all talking about. You, you don't have to click under nothing. Basketball, I mean, cleaning the glasses, got all of that shit right there. Yeah, I just think, I think all of them serve their purpose. Yep. Um, use it collectively. It's just, yeah, I just and it's free. It basketball reference is free. It's free. Um, but like I said, I'm being, being a mid-range guy, loving the mid-range shot, I love cleaning the glass because that long mid. If a lot of y'all start adding that long mid, y'all will be all right. <laughs> that's what they called me in high school. <laughs> Bro, uh, no, you know what I was just watching? I was just watching Robert Pierce talk, and he is talking about like why he wear the number double zero, mm-hmm. and he is like, "Cause in I high cannot school, believe you know who that is. Why are you making that? <laughs> Come on now. We're in high school. Name what? me two teams he played on. The Celtics, and that's all that really. Mattered. Okay, then mm. he played for the Chicago fucking Bulls. Yes, he did. Anyway, he, he had the double. He got the number double zero in high school because he was weak as hell. He was big, but he was weak as hell, and so they called him double nothing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he said he was That's like, man, an incredible that, story. Like, I've always wondered why he wore double zero. He said it, it fit. He said he couldn't do shit on that court when he was. He said he was just big as hell. So now we see Carl Russell Neal wore double zero. Double nothing. <laughs> Damn. Next thing we got is the Wizards. He used to, right? Or does he still wear it? Don't ask me about. I Russell don't know Neal. his number, but he used to. Yeah. I don't uh, remember it. All. I love wrestling there, Rolls Royce, my boy. Used to hate him. Yeah, that's I a u- complete turn. When he was on the Jazz, him. yeah, because he was uh, on the Jazz. Uh, next team is the Wizards. Uh, Somebody I hate. It's the line right. I don't hate. I have the line right as my ex factor. I got the line right <laughs> into Monte Morris. They got a five to one forty one assist turn- turnover ratio. Them boys are actually great point guards. Face it, but I do have them, and I got Bradley Beal. He got to he got to go up another level in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Chris. Not all NBA though. I know some of y'all think he's all NBA perennial. <laughs> I put Chris stops down. I agree with you though. I feel like he's got to be the one to close out the games. But Chris mm-hmm. stops. They're gonna need that that all star level play from him. He there's a lot of games where he has like in the first quarter he has like 10, 10 plus points just because he's a he's a, he's a hard guard at seven three. <laughs> So I think that he like is. if he can give him that that like that first quarter's puncher's chance, I think they they could have like some games where they could be in it. They got to get in it. Yeah, I just look at them as just a fun playing. The team. Bulls do too. Man. Listen, no, I'm I'm say same shit about the Bulls. Who your guy for the Bulls? They got to get in it. Who your big guy for them though? They don't have anyone. I mean, hey, they ten and five when Zach go thirty plus. You got to be the best player. And I like the way Vucevic played against the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't seen that in a while. He was the better Nikola, man. Real shit. Oh, I I that, like, in that game, I can't even lie. I actually like the way everybody played that night. Yeah, it was a really good night. That was one of our best wins. At, if, no, it was the best win of the season for us so far. Yeah, I get the newspaper every day, and I think the, it was like signature win for the season or some shit. It's like 15 games left. You really buy the paper every day? I, I, I get it delivered. Oh. That's how the paper works. <laughs> I mean, you could buy it every yeah. day, but I would have to get in my car early in the morning, go, go to, to the gas station or some shit. That's, that's Some people do that though. Yeah, yeah. It'll look keep be shocking when I see It's a lot cheaper to just get it delivered. Yeah. You're paying a dollar seventy five every day when you could just pay five dollars a week and just get it seven days a week. If the Bulls were half as good of a fourth quarter team as they were last year, we'd be the sixth seed right now. That's how much they've fallen off in fourth quarter production. That was a big part of the Mar last year. Yeah. Who do, what you think is on a back page, cover page for the paper today? I didn't get a chance to read page, it, but I saw back it. Yes. Yep. Ryan Pace. The Bears. <laughs> we back, baby. DJ Moore. We back, we ain't here. we, Derek? He a great cornerback. He he's gonna, not he a gonna get a lot. Okay. <laughs> he's not a cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweeted yesterday, the Bears finally got a wide receiver one. Him and Clay. 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 <clears throat> <laughs> Claiborne, Claypool, something like Claypool. that. It's definitely the fucking Claypool. <laughs> Claypool. Holy shit. 
Hey, I was telling people on, is on Twitter. Is he a wide receiver one, though? Yeah. Yeah. He's they might. What if they draft a wide receiver one? <laughs> Holy. <laughs> they got so many picks, bro, over the next they two do. years. They, they can do. draft a wide receiver one. I'm not saying they're going to use nine this year. I'm just, I think that's an old lineman for sure, for, for sure. sure. But I'm excited for the Bears. They don't get that I'm, guy from Pitt. Hey, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, what about the guy from uh, Georgia, Jalen Carter? He, he might get drafted before that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think he what might end up at six or seven. If he slips, I mean, Pace is doing a great job already. You saw the shit he was involved with? His teammate died in a car crash. Nope. You ain't see that? Nope. But you know about the dude from Pitt. I was talking shit. I just named the college. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I laughed. Like, dude, you are some no, funny No, I have no shit. idea what's going on in the world. Yeah, Jalen Carter is one of the top prospects. Uh, he, a teammate passed away mm-hmm. um, driving crazy or some shit, and they found out he was recklessly driving as well. He didn't do nothing, but, you know, they— They were in different cars? Yeah. Okay. And I think he drove away from the scene or whatever, and they were oh, just saying— When was this? He left them. You don't know about this either? No. I don't—I'm I don't keep up with any sport that I don't care about. So this, I don't like. This I don't, has been a big deal, though. I, I'm sure it has been, but I don't turn on ESPN. I don't go to Sports Center. I don't like. So when you're in your car, you don't listen to ESPN. 1000? I listen to podcasts that I w- listen to. All I listen to is ESPN. I'm made. I used to love ESPN 1000. I love. I was on the. I was on the shit. You was on a what? The sh- the radio. Me and Lashawn was on there as kids. <laughs> you called <laughs> in? Yeah. You called and, and and Lashawn said. Uh, they said, hey, what's going on? And LaShawn said, it's Maurice Banks, bitch. I'll never forget that <laughs> ever. And they hung up. And <laughs> we were seven, eight, nine, however. We were cr- I was crying because <laughs> I was a little nerd back then. And I would listen to it. Uh, my dad, low, this is back when people had radios. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, we should call in. I know the number, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you want to? I'm like, and we just stayed online. It took forever to get through. And we finally did. And live on the radio, that motherfucker is Marie. I don't know where he got that from. See, listening to the radio be killing me because when they be calling in, people's problems be so crazy. I, you can't you look at You listen to the Ricky Smiley show. Yes. Yeah. I can yeah, tell because you do. call in. <laughs> I used to listen to that too on the way to work with Darnie. But because uh, when you work nine to five, thank gosh. Uh, thank God every day I don't have to do that no more. When you when you work, every, you can't listen to shit because it's like we used to it's the radio dead in the morning. Yeah, it used to be like, baby, won't you come my way? <laughs> like every morning, I don't want to hear that early in the morning. We had the same four songs in rotation, and we would go to work to a job we didn't want to fucking go to. And like, all I I like all my asses, but two lines to them. <laughs> so we used to listen to Ricky Smiley, and yeah, he would call That's, in. And he used Ricky to get Smiley show. Uh, shout out to him. That shit is so fake. Oh my god, it's so it's so fake. <laughs> It's and it's, it's entertaining though. though. It's entertaining. entertaining That's one thing you get, can't say it's not. But boys, it's so fake. But if we got anybody that watched this, I am very, very big fans. Um, Waddle and Sylvie are Waddle they still and around? Sylvie, okay. Yes, yes, I love them. When I went on the on the radio, I didn't tell my dad. My dad listens to ESPN one thousand. Like, that's what he do. Uh, uh, he listens to us too now. All blue collar men. That's what they work. do when they rocking trucks and they are in the car. To ESPN I didn't 1000. tell my dad I was going on. I knew he was going to be listening. And he, the way was. he just texts you and say, I heard you. Yeah. No, he called me after after That's it was right. over. He called me. Um, so I literally yeah. would call my dad or he'll call me from, from his truck. And I'll be like, man, he'll be talking like, yeah, I just heard. And I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to them right now. I, I have I have so much admiration for people that do radio, especially ones that do like a four hour show a day. How the fuck do you have four hours to talk about every All single I'm gonna day? All I'm going to say is bro. right now, ain't no way in hell they do four hours. Waddle and Sylvia's on. I oh, true, true, true. They're but like, be on when I get out this motherfucker. <laughs> I can't. I can't say I like this guy's show. But like, Colin Cowherd does like a three-hour show a day. Yeah, he does. And yeah. I'm, I know he talks about multiple sports, 
but still, bro, that's insane. I think Waddle and Sylvia, it's easy easy for them because they just get the people that call in. Yeah. And that's, that's what I thought you were going to say. The people who call in are literally the people that who we the do show. this show for. Yeah. No, it's not that they the show. It's yeah. just that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Stephen A. Smith used to have a show where he would take calls from people. Oh, yeah. He got a radio show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that show. you can watch it via ESPN or whatever, I think. But Waddle and Sylvia, motherfucker call and be like, we need to open up the phone lines in this show. They be like, yeah, I saw Didn't that we, we did that already. We had I had a phone. Yeah. Uh, this is a, back in the day. This is before, this is apartment. Day. No, not even you. I think Josh <laughs> Josh had a phone too, or maybe that was the, voice messages. Yeah, oh, but, yeah, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. for the show. Yeah, it was for like be the to sell merch and shit. Yeah, it was to sell merch. Uh, but yeah, we had we did have a little. We, you know, phone. I was gonna say because we did have a line that you could text. Yeah, we but just open it back up. The we one thing about the radio, they're gonna talk about the same shit every day. So that's the one thing they have the luxury to just talk about. All I've been here, I told you this in the Discord. Zach Levine's winning percentage as a player, like veteran player, that's all they've been talking about. He's not a winning player. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, this Ryan Pace, uh, Bayer shit, they're going to talk about all day. The White Sox, Clevenger. Eh. Oh, man. He can be on my team. Don't like the guy. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that shit. All that. And the, the callers, though, the, all due respect, stupidest shit I ever hear is from callers. Listen. Yeah. We got to do something about the Bulls. We got to trade Zach. I think we can get that Trey Brown jury guy was real <laughs> solid. We can try to get him back. Real solid. Uh, with Warren Creek. Like, they say the stupidest shit. We you should try talk. to trade all you of our talk. picks for uh, wow. Aaron Rodgers. I watched that, that last Clips video. He was happy over that Trey Brown. No, 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 no. You remember on this show, in my basement, he tried to trade Joel Embiid to the Spurs for LaMarcus Aldridge and Damari yes. fucking Carroll. Yes. What? He tried to yes. trade Joel yes. Embiid for a 35-year-old LaMarcus Aldridge <laughs> and Damari Carroll. Why? I don't know. Because like a trade episode. I was and, building oh. with Ben. Building with Ben, yep. And th- that would, even if they, that was the most disgusting <laughs> thing in the moment. And we all looked at him like, are you crazy? And this is man team build would be in. And he looked at you like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Fucking Damari Carroll. And you said, oh, we could throw in Marco Bellinelli too. Like that was the sweetener in the Marco deal. Marco Bellinelli. The old Marco Bellinelli. Yeah, this, yeah. Oh, my God. Is that every team for the East? The last two teams in the East is the Bulls and the Pacers. Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner, Zach Levine, and Nikola Vucevic. All right, get to the West. Let's get to the West. Uh, <laughs> we should have just broke this into two conferences, but. Tuesday and Saturday. Yeah. Oh, well. It's whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of over it. Because the Western the, Conference is not going to get as much. I want to talk about the radio. <laughs> First team is Denver Nuggets. I had Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. You see, he choked Colin, Zach <laughs> yeah, Collins yesterday. Zach Collins. Yeah, Collins. choked the hell out of him. For like, it was like a split second. It was long enough for them to get a screenshot of it. But it was, was it. funny. Zach Collins got ejected for getting choked out. He walked up on him. <laughs> Walked up on some weak shit. Now, Michael Bridges said something, obviously, after he dunked on him. But you can't walk up on somebody and not expect somebody to react to you. Once somebody's walking up to you, you already have just like that. That feeling like you have to be ready for some shit. Yeah. And I hate when- <laughs> he a Nike boy now. That's just because, bro, it's that one video. I think it was on No Jumper podcast. And that dude, there's two people and they're like talking shit to each other. And one dude literally gets up. And he's just sitting in the podcast. Chilling, he's getting his ass beat. Like this. It's yeah. like you ain't prepare yourself for don't nothing. Don't ask me why I know this shit. Yeah, I know it too. And I don't even watch the damn Almighty, show. I don't either. That was Almighty Suspect and Kelpie. <laughs> Almighty Suspect works for uh, No Jumper. I'm a big No Jumper guy. They just uh, did an interview with Violet Myers. You watch Adam 22's extra content too? No. Come on, bro. 
<laughs> I don't even watch no jumper for Adam Twenty Two. I used to like Adam Twenty Two. It's a, it's a little cornball. He is. To me. I've always felt that way. I like uh I like AD T Rail and Duno. They got their own little uh at the end of the day podcast. Uh, Denver. I at the end of the day, it's not that funny, isn't it? Some That's of y'all, some of y'all gonna get that reference, and you are gonna tweet it at me, and I appreciate you. That shit weak. I don't know what it is. I had Jamal. Oh, that's that shit from London. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I'm from London. That's that's got my beef from London. That's that shit. Mo, Mo know about. That's that's crazy. Shout out to Mo. Um, Denver Nuggets. What, I had, oh, okay, I was about to say, are we done with the Nuggets? Ja- Real quick, Jamal Murray was my guy too. Um, you're just gonna need that offense. I think Aaron Gordon's gonna kind of anchor that defense. The offense he gives you is kind of like extra, but Jamal Murray, they're going to need him. And I'll say Bruce Brown just because he's so versatile. Next team is the Kings. Wait, wait, wait. Realistically, the real X factor of the Denver Nuggets run is uh, whether or not Nikola Jokic and company can stop a pick and roll. The Spurs yeah. cooked it as yesterday, The bro. Spurs scored 60 points in the paint last night. The Spurs. Popovich said, hey. Did y'all see the ring that Popovich was wearing? No. I don't watch Spurs games for reference. I, I watched yesterday, though. <clears throat> he had a big-ass ring. And I, I want to make no speculation, but it was a, a really nice. Was it a championship ring? No, 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 no. It was like a a pink, pink emerald or something, some type in there. And I know his his wife passed away a few years ago, and I wonder if he if that's like hers that he wears. Oh. I don't watch Spurs game. He could wear this every fucking day. I couldn't. I wouldn't know. But I saw specifically last night. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, they don't defend the paint. They do the other stuff, but if you get past that first defender. I mean, you mentioned this at the beginning of the season, yeah. how their paint defense was lackluster. And the rest of the defense at this point has climbed up the ranks. Yeah. You know, they're they're basically the top ten defense. But you can't have your center just having guys blow by them and pick and rolls every time. Yeah. That's that's gonna be an emphasis of every team that plays them. Mm-hmm. Let's make Jokic play defense. Or even worse, let's make Jokic and Jamal play defense. We're gonna make both of the ass work. And Jokic is not a bad defender. He's no. just not great. Yeah. And, and sometimes it might take greatness. I mean, not sometimes. Most of the times, it takes greatness to win. You know, yeah, at the ultimate level. Uh, next team is the Sacramento Kings. For me, I put wing play, um, and also they're a team who's ninth in pace. They get a lot of their uh, offense going when you talk about moving and going fast in the playoffs. The game slows down, so if they can get their wings to hit consistent threes and uh, be aggressive with Harrison Barnes, Keegan, and Kevin Herter, it it could really open up a lot for them, and it would make it a lot easier. Because I don't want to see them go out there and. Be that team that has this great fun offense, and then all of a sudden it's just stagnant. It's just hard to watch. I'm happy that they're not in the happy to be here moments. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think that when your team missed the playoffs for damn near 20 years, and the first time you make it, you could be like, "Yes, we accomplished it." They not thinking that way. No, they like we want to win it. Yeah, they're not satisfied with just getting there, and I I love that. Um, and I was listening to Zach Lowe. Uh, this had to be two weeks ago at this point. And he was saying he was thinking that if the the bracket breaks right, the Kings have a path, depending on who they go go up against, to be in the conference finals. When nobody expected them to do that, that is mm-hmm. true. And and if there's one team I'm rooting for to to be successful in the playoffs, that's outside of Chicago, obviously, it's the Kings, bro. It's the Kings right now. Sure. Every night the Warriors. I'm. Fuck. Every, <laughs> every night I'm rooting for them. I don't care who they're going against throughout the rest of the way. I'm rooting for the Kings to win. And I I know it's they're not going to. They're not going to be NBA champions. But I'm rooting for them to win every single game this playoff run. I feel the same way. They It was like the, when LeBron went hurt, they were asking me in the chat. It was like, who? What other team are going to root for? Trying to say, like, the Lakers not making the playoffs. I was like, it's the Kings. Like, that's just the funnest team to watch. It's the, the best story in basketball in the most fun way. Some yeah. teams that make that playoff push first time in 10 years, but it's like, 
kind of boring. Yeah. Vanilla. They no. social media team hype it up a lot more. They got the beam going. The fucking like, beam. Like, there's so much question? going on yes, there. It's just so fun. Which court are y'all playing basketball? Catch me on a court and I'm trouble. Last week, fuck around, got a triple double. Do y'all even know that? You know what I'm saying? Why Today's does that a last good day. part sounds so familiar. Today was a good day. That's what you're singing. But y'all ain't see the logic cover. Oh, why would I? No, it, no. it went viral. Oh no, everybody was talking about this. Oh my oh, gosh, no. he said I got a beef from Kim. She can fuck all night. They was why? killing logic, bro. Why he did like a cover and sung it, and everybody was trashing on Twitter for like three days. And Ice Cube's son was like, "Hey, don't ever sing about how good my mama Kim." Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Oh wow! It was like he was—he said in a joke or two, yeah, joking way. But I was um, never mind. I'm not even logic. Like they was on his ass. You saw that hour, man, y'all. I can't believe y'all don't be seeing this shit. What world of Twitter do y'all be living? I had a show um through this company that we work for, and they asked me if I wanted to have O'Shea right, Mm -hmm. Ice Cube's son on the show. I was like. Motherfucker, this is a basketball show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I like the Lakers. Uh, I, I'm a that's what fan. That's what they pitched it as. Like, he's a big Laker fan. I'm like, Mike is a big Laker fan. Just, <laughs> let's just talk oh, to Mike. Mike ain't been in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, I like the Kings. Malik Monk, my X Factor. De'Aaron Fox, Malik Monk. I just think De'Aaron Fox got to continue to be that close he's been. And Malik Monk, anytime he can give them them the spurt, like we've seen against the Clippers, be that type of player, man, that could take them far further than I think a lot of people have them. Um, Sabonis was asked, like, about the fourth quarter offense. He's like, it's easy. I give the ball to Fox and get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, as you stop fouling, you lead the league in uh, foul outs, I think. Any of these league in offensive fouls, too. I had Damn. Sabonis as my X Factor just because they need him, and I feel like a lot of their games go to those close fourth quarter to sometimes OT games. They just need him on the court. So it's going to be hard, but he's got to stay out of foul trouble. Uh, Malik Monk was a good one, too. I put Trey Lyle. Trey Lyle just seemed like he always makes the right play. Uh, he had a lot of big moments. I remember a game against the Timberwolves. He was really good for them because he just had the dynamic a little bit different than Sabonis in terms of, like, he could he could space the floor for them. So he was able to drag Rudy out of that pain and give them a, that different type of offense. Davion Mitchell wasn't your X Factor? Uh, nah. Oh, okay. The Suns. <laughs> X Factor. KD's ankle. <laughs> I'll for put Aiden. DeAndre Aiden. I put DeAndre Aiden. It's just no way. Even with the offense of Kevin Durant and Devin Book, obviously they're going to carry a lot. He can get 20 points so easily off just setting screens and rolling to the rim. Yeah, for a team that gave away depth to get KD, obviously, because you have to do that. They need like that consistent third guy, guys, Aiden. Guys, it's wrong. Huh? The X Factor is Chris Paul. Chris Paul, to me, I feel like I already like know just, what I'm getting from getting I feel like, and what's that? I just feel like I just need him to just facilitate. That's he it. just needs to be a game manager. I disagree. Yeah. I think he's going to have to do more than that. I think if they want to win a championship, he can't put up six points, 12 assists. That's not good enough I anymore. I think that's okay if you have Aiden giving you 20 and 10. But what what's more likely, Chris Paul scoring more than six points or Aiden giving you 20 and 10? Chris Paul what, scoring more than six points. What's more important, having a another offensive threat with the ball in his hands or a guy that's going to post up with his hands up like this and pray that somebody gives him the ball? I don't think you need another guy to be effective with the ball in his like hands because you have really Kevin don't. Durant and Devin I, Booker. I think that the more options, the merrier. That's all we yeah. if you, These are three of the greatest shoot, like mid-range shooters in the history of basketball, correct? Yeah. 
we need them to play like that. We need Chris Paul to oh, have performances crazy. where he's he's like that. But this is my question. If Chris Paul has a <laughs> a sub average series, they're 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 I think they're still in pretty good shape. No, not that they're not in good shape, but I think, I think if you can, I think they can survive with Aiden being subpar. I don't think they can survive as long with Chris Paul being subpar. I think one of them has to be great. One right. of them. One of them. Well, we know that. Because realistically, <laughs> I'm more, I would more so rely on getting a 20 and 12, 20 and 10. How are you going to get it, though? You need it through Chris Paul anyway. Then that's because where his 12 assists What I'm tired of with DeAndre Aiden. <laughs> what I'm tired of the DeAndre Aiden shit is saying that you want the 20 and 10. Mm-hmm. But saying you don't need him to post up. How but the fuck else is he going to? He's this, not this getting it from saying, rim running, bro. It, it don't got to be the rim running. The, the Suns have a really good just half-court So they have to throw it into him. Or he I'm not, just run, you're not letting me finish. They run so many pin rolls. downs for Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. It ain't shit but a slip. It ain't it ain't shit but a slip. Kevin, so why we haven't been getting that? Guys, we, he, we, he has been okay. He, it's not like he's been garbage. He hasn't been garbage for sure, but why do we our conversations go there? I don't know. That was that why is it always with him? Who has said he was garbage? I'm saying I'm Nobody. what I'm trying to say is <laughs> you think he's getting twenty and ten off slips? His ass could pick up fifteen to twenty points 20 off slips. and ten and off of slips. all rolls and slips. He could pick up fifteen to twenty points. It's a yes or no question. Yes. So you think he's going there? Yeah, he don't okay. need to post okay. up. I don't First think, of all, it's I don't been a time for him posting up for years I don't, already. I don't, I don't expect them to get Kevin Durant, and now he just want to post you're not up. Let me finish. <laughs> I don't think you're an X factor if you can get twenty and ten off the slips. You would have been doing it, but carry on. He'll get twenty and ten <laughs> off the slips. All we're, I'm we're, saying we're, is that hey, we, we've seen slip. them. <laughs> we've seen them patchwork the center position. Right, it's happened the last two seasons. Can't patchwork that point guard play. Cameron Payne, Cameron Payne is not coming in and being the savior of Chris Paul's having an ass game. But I've seen Bismack Biombo come into the fucking game. I've seen Jacques Landale come into the game if DeAndre Aiden is not on nothing. The reason Chris Paul's bad play was so magnified is because they didn't have a Kevin Durant. Is he can Well, you can say that for anybody. I mean, adding Kevin Durant makes everything They also didn't have Booker then. Sweeter. Either. It makes everything sweeter. Yeah. So you I mean you can't say that. You can't just correlate it to Chris Paul. You can correlate it to anybody on the roster. Any problem that they had, you can say, well, they got Kevin Durant now. So I just think that that's, even that is kind of some bullshit. If you want to use Aiden, you can say, hey, you got Kevin Durant now. You want to take Chris Paul, we got Kevin Durant now. At the times Devin Booker struggled, you got Kevin Durant now. Their defense wasn't as good as they should have been against the Mario. You got Kevin Durant now. You can yeah. literally mask anything by saying they have Kevin Durant now. So but I feel like also what Aiden can do with giving you an interior presence on both sides of the court, you can't really mask that with Kevin Durant. Yes, you can, because he'll just because Kevin Durant really isn't playing five, banging with centers, yeah, protecting but he the rim, get, but on the offense, but on the other side and of the, the on the other side of the floor, he brings you a whole another nightmare for the team. They yeah. can just outs- outs- whatever he gives up, you just outscored. Because I mean, what? How many teams are they playing that's really finna be fucking up Aiden? The Nuggets? What other team has this? The bonus? Well, would they even match up? No, they wouldn't match up. Never mind. Um, but even then, you yeah. look at the Kings and say, "Oh man, they gonna they gonna be a problem for the for the Suns because they got Sabonis." No, I don't think you're saying. That. I think you heavily favored the Suns because they have Kevin Durant, and you think that his production would outdo yeah. anything Sabonis would hypothetically do to Aiden. Yes, but I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm more so on the fact that KB said that Chris Paul. Was like oh, the then go it is. Yeah, no, I'm was, sorry. I'm that's, sorry. That's I'm more sorry. So what I, was I apologize. I was, I was more so still on that. I apologize. Versus, 
You said the masking thing, which was what I was talking about. So I thought you yeah. responded to me. No. Go at his ass. <laughs> no. Don't let him sit here with his legs over his other leg. Like he <laughs> ain't got to talk that shit. I'm just, sh- I'm just showing off the Royals. That's all. Been showing them off all episode. I like that. Go at him. No, I said what I had to say. You say there is no right or wrong you? answer. It's X. No, but y'all need to go. <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> that the perimeter play is. I'm, I'm kind of confused on on which y'all even. So I you, think, I think Chris Paul is more of an X factor considering his track record and what the team needs. He thinks it's Aiden because he's a center. That no, don't let him say that. Is it just because he's a center? Well, I just feel like the perimeter play is taken care of. What Chris Paul is going to give you on a perimeter. You'll take it. You don't need him to do anything extravagant. So but my, the center play for what, them. What what isn't what isn't what is an average game for DeAndre Ayton in your opinion? An average game would be like fifteen to 10, 12 rebounds. What's an average game for Chris Paul in your opinion? Eight points, twelve assists. Now, do you do you think that they have a, a better chance of winning if Chris Paul has a better than average game, or DeAndre Ayton? Ayton gives you a big interior presence. Okay. Well, the average game for Chris Paul by the numbers is not eight and twelve. Definitely. Thirteen, four, and nine. Mm-hmm. So it's almost fifteen and ten, which you asking he for. Just, I think Chris Paul just aren't he's just not hitting the shots we know he does. Mm-hmm. And Aiden is eighteen and ten. That's why I could see where D Mills is coming from, because what I think Chris Paul has always been able to do like the things we say is game manager and, and just kind of control the game. But what gave him that still that extra umph, even at the, as old as he was, is he was still closing out games that, you know, he was still hitting big mid-range shots and, and you know, making plays. But you're, they're going to rely on Kevin Durant for that. So I could see where it's just like Chris Paul really doesn't have to do as much as he used to do. Yeah. As in DeAndre Ayton, again, it's just like when he's it's, at his – say the same thing about Aiden, though. When he's at his best. You know? You're not expecting Aiden to do anything more than he needs to do. Go get some fucking rebounds. Catch the ball every once in a while. It's more so, I guess, his, his engagement. Because when he is engaged, he is he looks like he could be a top five center. When Chris Paul is engaged, what does he look like? I'm not worried about Chris Paul engagement though. Yeah. It's just more so is I've never questioned Chris Paul's engagement. Okay, mm-hmm. how about his production? Then we could question that right now because he hasn't been good this season. So a good Chris Paul game puts them on a whole nother fucking level. Again, I'm not saying you're. I think both of them are X factors for them right, to win a championship. Yeah. But I just think that Chris Paul's is just a little bit more because if we have a shitty Chris Paul game, it's it's hard to. I think it will be hard to cover that up. Because he is looked at to be your floor manager. Mm-hmm. A shitty DeAndre Aiden game, we've seen him win plenty of basketball games that way. That's all. But when he was playing at his best, they went to the finals. Chris Paul's playing his best, too. Chris Paul closed out fucking seven games that, that finals run. Yeah. But then you saw when Aiden, when he when he started to struggle a little bit in that finals, it just didn't work out. They lost in six. So you think the reason they lost that is because Aiden dropped off? He dropped off, and they, won, and they went against Giannis. Okay. What's the next thing? I prefer to have a – I prefer to point guard Chris Paul, you know. The only reason I'm saying that is because I've seen them patchwork the center position for the last three seasons. I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that point. I also believe that I have to put myself as an evaluator of what I see. I see more of Chris Paul being what we're saying than what y'all saying Aiden. Can you imagine Chris Paul playing at the Chris Paul? Not, I'm not saying his 2004 third in AVP run, but two years ago. Two years ago version of Chris Paul with Kevin Durant and fucking Devin oh, Booker yeah. on the side. That would be nasty. That team is unmatched, right? Yeah. 
we we haven't seen Aiden go to the level where you feel like, oh, if Aiden is this version of himself, this team is unmatched. We just ain't seen that. But if we see two years ago, Chris Paul, this year in the playoffs, give us 16 good games, Chris. We're winning the championship undoubtedly. I mean, you even look at a game against Dallas where they pulled it out and it was a really good game. DeAndre Aiden shot six times and had nine points. I guess a team that don't have any t- interior defense. Mm-hmm. That's why the other night he had 12 points. The night before he had seven. So, like, at what point do you stop setting yourself up to? If your girlfriend cheat on you every other month, at what point do you say, I'm like, she's not going to cheat? The track record says she is. (laughs) So now all of a sudden it's just like, oh, we need 23 and 14 from Aiden on a nightly basis. It's just like, brother, you've been saying that for three years. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> and now that you added Kevin Durant, it only gets more potent that it's probably not going to happen. That's all I'm saying. You're asking for some shit that you just is like, I I, I just don't know how much a person could keep asking for some shit and, and they add another, another mouth to feed. And it's just like, it's only going to get harder to get those because he already wasn't getting these post touches that he likes to get to score. And now all of a sudden, at the snap of a finger, you're telling me he's going to become a slipper and a roller, and he's just going to feast off of that. He has not shown that at all. No desire at all to do that or to play that way. If he if he did turn around, I, I think he should. I would agree with you. Maybe he should change his mentality to get going like that, but it does, it just hasn't shown that, that, that that's how he wants to play. And I just think that this marriage has always been that before Kevin Durant, but now even adding Kevin Durant, they may really just need a rim-running center who doesn't mind feasting off of the offensive glass, a slip, or a lob, and just getting it in like that. And I'm always going to be engaged, and I'm happy with that. But DeAndre Aiden won a couple touches. He wants to do the little turnaround. We know like, that's his game. That's, that's the shit that irritates me, but that's what I'm saying. It's just there. It's it's so much attention drawn to these other guys. It's gonna be somebody. It's gonna be somebody openings for him. And like I said, I I don't really. I don't believe. I don't even like him getting post touches like that. Obviously, he could do it, but it, it's kind of frustrating watching a dude that's like seven one. I got to be like two sixty, two seventy, taking like post hooks from at least ten foot. At that point, we one hundred percent agree. And that's why I, <laughs> me, per, me personally, I don't like to give no post. Regardless of what, how many unless points, it's Embiid or your regardless pitch. of the points oh, that he it. scores, it's a bonus. Him being engaged from and being at his best, I think <laughs> no. that's that's the edge I think the Suns have is when DeAndre Aiden's playing at his best, that's they just look unbeatable. What's the next that, team? There's a lot of Suns talk. The Memphis Grizzlies. Put Dylan Brooks, man. I put Desmond Bain for the first I put three. Desmond Bain It's Steven well. Adams, man. Steven Adams is my role He's player. He's my guy. role player. He's, yep. They've been missing him so bad. Desmond Bain and Steven Adams. Desmond Bain started off this year on some rock star shit. He ain't mm-hmm. been terrible. Mm-hmm. Gotta put that he out there. He still averaging like twenty one and something. Like <laughs> he ain't been terrible now. But yeah, first first month we it's a TikTok on this channel that was like, who would you rather have? De- it was like Desmond Payne or Anthony Edwards. And in that TikTok, I said, I'm gonna need to see you do it a little bit more than a month and a half, Desmond. I got love for you, but I need a bigger sample size. Um, again, he's been good. He just ain't been great. That's all. And then we know what Steven Adams is missing. That's just an entire entire. Workhorse in that paint that just goes after it and get it that they haven't had and I thread that we won't know until another three weeks of what's even the future holds. Yep. Not even its return, just revisit it in three weeks. So that's that's a, I mean it's re- literally that simple with the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Uh, next team is the Clippers. Sheesh. For me, I put Russell Westbrook. 
just because obviously he's like their starting point guard. But I, for the first three quarters, I just need him to be Russell Westbrook. In the fourth quarter, I, don't, I understand they're probably not going to have him closing out games. It's probably going to be Terrence Mann. But for the first three quarters, he can't be a guy that is like a, a like an issue. Like, what am I trying to say? Like, he, he can't be weak. Yeah, like he, he can't be the one that lets the defense off the hook. Like they yeah. can't just be sagging off of him, daring him to shoot, and he's not really doing anything to impact the game. That's gonna really affect that team. They can't really have that hole on the offensive end like that. Um, I put Kawhi just because. First of all. It's like the the elephant's room is they need him to be available. But second of all, it's just like the Clippers, it still get that like I don't really trust them closing out games. It just seems like the ball sticks and they end up with really bad shots down the stretch. And obviously Kawhi's been he's been really good and he's getting back to that that form we all know Kawhi could be. So obviously I want him to close out the games, but I think it's kind of more so what same thing like the Jason Tatum type of thing is just like he's gonna see so much attention as a dude that's not really like a guy that's like really big playmaking or getting his teammates involved, it's going to be on him to make a lot of the right plays while teams are doubling him or he's seeing different coverages. So I would go for him for my star. And then for the the dude off the bench, I, I put Russell, uh, the role player, I put Russell too. Just because, like I said, I think the Clippers are the, at the best when the ball is moving. And he's been doing as well. I don't even care what he's shooting right now. He's been spreading the ball and getting the Clippers a lot of good looks. Yeah. Whether it's from the, the three or the inside. So I, just having that offense is going to be big for them. Um, I put I put Tyron Lue. He's got a lot of options, man, and he's done it in the last couple of years. But th- this year feels a little bit different, bro. With adding the element of Russell Westbrook, when to play Russ, when not to play Russ, when to play Terrence mm-hmm. Mann, when not, when to have Norman Powell, when to have Eric have, Gordon. Yeah, when to have five uh, just, no center out there. I do not envy that man. He's got a tough ass job. Uh, put Norman Powell shoulder. I, I really don't know what's going on with that. I was hearing a lot of different directions, and then yeah. Um, all the other stuff y'all said is factual, though. Uh, next team is the Warriors. Wiggins. When Wiggins played at a great level, the Golden State Warriors looked like a team that was poised to go to the finals and win, and they did that. How's so, he looked recently? He hasn't played. He hasn't played <laughs> That's my boy. I was curious to see what, how locked in he was. Um, but luckily it's not an injury. It's personal reasons. So... At least he won't be coming back battling or trying to recover from an injury. I said the same thing because I just we just don't know what's going on. It's been so well, so long. Uh, they and they already dealing with so much. The only teams worse than them on the road, the Houston Rockets and San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> I just think of there's there's tw- thirty teams in the league. Yeah, and the two that w- are worse than them have like a combined thirty wins on the year. It doesn't make sense. But and the where they series? are, they have to win multiple away games in the playoffs right no, now. They only got to win one. You're right. Wait, what happened? They do only have to win one. They and they have win one. They have won one in every series that they've been in. And they got to win one, and they got to win this, the other three at home. But this is I don't I just don't like the odds of that, bro. I just don't like the odds. Based, I see what you're saying. Based on what they <laughs> – how they perform, yeah, you, the, you uh, give them the benefit of the doubt. I thought I was talking about the playoff and the state. They're not in the play I thought so. I was saying, yeah, yeah win no. One. I was saying, like, hell no. Nah. You got you get the Biff and Val because they're the Golden State Warriors and they defend the champions, but God damn, bro. Yeah, but I do still believe in them. There's one team who can go on the road and win I, one game. Their defense is showing fashion, but it hasn't been the same, and I think that's more so with the Andrew Wiggins being out too. What do y'all think the reasons are the fact that they can't win on the road? Because it, it started off like, oh, okay, they just, yeah, they 0-7 on the road. <laughs> bro, they're 7-27. I remember uh, – 
uh, Dre was talking about it on his podcast, and this was like weeks ago too, and they were still struggling. Well, they started off struggling on the road, and he was saying that basically that team they just didn't put it together to they didn't put it together what they need to win on the road. So it's basically like a team thing. He was trying to say, I don't know if that's still the issue. But even like the the secondarily worst teams in the league mm-hmm. have one more. It just don't make sense for a team of that 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 quality. Yeah. Of that expectations to be the third worst defensive. T- I mean, not defensive. Third worst team on the road. It makes no sense. At home, they're fucking perfect. They, they're one of the best teams in the league on in their home court. But something about getting on that plane and going to a different city, they just can't put it together. And that, I I, I can't trust it. I just can't trust it. Um, my guy I put down was Clay Thompson. They're gonna continue to need him to be at that that level he's playing at. Um. And then we just move on quickly, but I also had Dante DiVincenzo as one of the just kind of like that Gary Payton type dude for them in in the playoffs. Why are people still asking Dylan Brooks questions? I don't know, but that shit. I think got they call. they got to know. He, he gives them sound bites. Now. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, he gives them sound bites. What fit he got on? Dylan Brooks <laughs> is hope. This is just pictures. Dylan uh-huh. Brooks is hoping for a Kyrie matchup tonight. Now I can get him by myself today. So I want to see what he's all about. He had a couple of words for me in Brooklyn, so I can't wait to pick him up full every time and see him get exhausted via ESPN <laughs> McMenamin. You know, I like a heel, but I hate a corny heel. You got him by himself? He's with Luke? <laughs> no, Luke's not playing tonight. Oh, he's not? No, oh. Luke's not. He's he injured. Got, yeah, someone is late. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, him and his brother was talking shit. Me and KB want to catch him while he's <laughs> <by laughs> <laughs> We want to see how tough he really is. I told y'all we got him day, he kills me when he be calling people <laughs> bloggers, bro. He loved calling people bloggers because, you know, Jay Ma had did that clap back at him, and mm-hmm. obviously they played each other and he won. He's like, yeah, he can keep doing his podcast, his blogging stuff. I'm like, bro, you're so lame, dog. Ah, uh, man, it's going to be tough when they trade his ass. <laughs> now you're going to have beef with them. Mr. 30% shooting. Uh, next team is the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll put D'Angelo Russell. I put Anthony Davis for the expected. It's just, and I think it's a little bit different too. Cause I mean, I think yesterday was a good, a good point is just like, he doesn't always have to go crazy, but obviously with him being dominant on the offensive end, that's when the Lakers are at their best. Cause obviously the offense is the part where we struggle at. The defense has been really good though. Yeah. Defense for me, really DeAndre good. Russell was more of an expected cause he's playing good now. He doesn't, he has a bigger workload now cause LeBron isn't there. Um, when LeBron is now inserted, that workload significantly decreases, and I hope that his production still stays at a high level. Mm-hmm. And he's not – he doesn't really, like, fall off the cliff with his production once LeBron comes in. The one uh, thing LeBron's going to do, he's going to get you the ball. He's going to make it easier. Um, mine was Vando. The defense with him, Anthony Davis, and LeBron on the court is elite. Yep. Yep. And any any great game, like yesterday, I would consider that a great yes, game for Vando. Absolutely. Every great game that he give you has resulted in a win. So if he can give you multiple of those in the playoff series, like you, you're in a very good spot if you're a Lakers fan. Yeah, I got Vando and D'Lo. Just that simple. Things mm-hmm. just both of them having nights like they had last night could do a lot for y'all with or without LeBron. Could be a scary team, man. Oh, for sure. Could be a very, very scary team. The Nuggets do not want to play them in the first round. I don't think anybody really does. Because Jokic and the Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be tough. Jokic gonna have to guard Anthony Davis for 48 minutes. That's gonna be a long. Anthony Davis did game them in the bubble. Yes, he did. And it was the one thing Anthony Davis is good at. He could put the ball on that the floor and go lucky. by. It was lucky. Timberwolves next? Um, we could do the Timberwolves. Yeah. Cat, where's Cat? I, <laughs> I just have question marks by his he's name. He's streaming. Yeah. 
um, on his stream, he somebody did ask him and he addressed it. This was like a week or so ago at this point. He said he doesn't know exactly. Um, they asked him what the injury was. He said, I think it was reported as a grade two strain. He said it was a grade three, so deeper than what they anticipated uh, originally thought. But he still didn't give them a timetable like, oh, I'm at least going to be back by the end of the season. He didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's scary. I mean, he's still with the team like he was there yesterday with that big ass puffer jacket on. Um, he love a good puffer. Yeah. But it's yeah, it is. It's weird that he's not there, and it's just it makes the offseason even more difficult for the Minnesota Timberwolves because now you have a what twenty game sample size of him and Rudy Gobert, and it's not a very good sample size. Yeah, and I don't think you bring back the same roster depending on how the playoffs go. Obviously, you don't bring back the same roster, and you you definitely not trading Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. You're not getting your value back for Rudy Gobert. You're probably losing Nasri. <laughs> you losing Nasri with the game tying shot lost an OT, but the dominoes say like, hey. But then again, we only got 20 games. We don't want to make that, that decision right now. Is just Depending on what time he comes back is how much time is he going to have to gel and still be cohesive? Because like you said, it wasn't it wasn't looking good. They've been looking pretty solid just running like their wings out there. Just basically a normal lineup with, you know, Kyle Anderson or Jaden McDaniels or Torian Prince out there. Yeah, I don't know. Pelicans? Look at the Pelican fly. Uh, they said that Z is not coming back anytime soon. Zion Williamson, man. Just like Cat. Did y'all see the stat? Yeah. He's played like 26% of possible games every season or some shit like that. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. But when he's playing in those games, hey. fucking amazing. Two-time All-Star in the two seasons that he was healthy in the first half. All-Star started this year, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's that, but. Kawhi. Kawhi game plan. Yeah. Damn. I think I had, I, me and people was talking about, I was like, it's crazy. The Pels, they were the number two seed with Zion and, like, the other guys being in, injured and in and out the lineup. He go out. And they just fall. I think they were the one seed for like two days. Yeah. They, they ended up That's being the one seed. That's how good he is. They'd still be where they at if BF wasn't also hurt, though. Now, not, let me not say still be where they at, but they'd still be a flag. Last year, they was they was in the mix. But it's just like when you have him gone, BI gone, this is too Shout many, out to Najee Marshall, but there's a difference between <laughs> him and Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Just, it just sucks for them that they had to lose both of those guys. I think you still stay much more afloat if you got much more games of Brandon Ingram at the least. But even his ass ain't really been there. So, Right. Um, I got Valanciunas as an X-Factor role player, though. He got to go back to taking it up a notch if there's not going to be three. Zion. That shit was like for like a month. Three. Yeah, he's leading the league he in three-point percentage. And he was, and he was a fluke. He was shooting like eight of them. Yeah. Eight wait eight no I when won't. he was when he was shooting like fifty percent he was shooting like six eight threes a game let's go fact check I go I, there's this game no way off. if you were right I I got I got fifty dollars coming your way he was not shooting eight threes a game what what he got if he was wrong motherfucker Clay Thompson shoot nine a game right now you saying he was shooting eight the way he could work against Derek, I don't even know if I won there's one eight game three. where he shot more than eight in this entire season last year and that was against oh. The he had Milwaukee Bucks. He shot ten threes, seven of seven of ten. But no other game did he shoot more than three. Now he had one more game where he had um, nine. Uh, oh, he had five. I guess the Clippers. Is he that had one five where he could, he literally just couldn't miss in like the first half or something like that. That was the Clippers. Oh, I'm game. sorry. I'm looking at the, this year. Oh, both of the games that he had a crazy game was against the Clippers, where he had the threes. The Clippers just don't defend the three point line. Shot nine one game. Shot seven one game. Yeah, shot six. Yeah, no, there's no way he was not there when he was shooting at fifty percent. Some of these games he was zero for zero. <laughs> you know, like he just wasn't even getting them up. Um, my stats were wrong. He did shoot seven or eight against the Clippers. Bro, the Dominican Republic's lineup for tonight, holy shit. Who is it? 
Julio Rodriguez, you know, Juan okay. Soto. Wait, wait, wait. You know who that is? Yes, sir. We seen him play. We did go. We went and when we were in Texas. We went to San Diego. And he, my boy, did he get a hit for me? He got a hit. He did get a hit. And he stole a base or he tried to? I don't remember exactly. Juan Soto. I don't know who that is. Manny Machado. You do know, know who that is? Yeah. Both of them? Juan Soto and Manny Machado. My yeah. boy. Okay. Teoscar Hernandez. Mm-hmm. That's Rafael your boy. I know Devers. you know who that is. <laughs> you say who? Who was that last Rafael Devers. I know who that is. Wanda I, wanted to get his, I wanted to get his jersey. Damn. Wanda Franco. You should. Go to Pro Jersey. Jeremy Pena. You know Wanda Franco? Yeah. What um, team? Um, I just know he's... I don't remember. I know he's in a blue jersey, though. Okay. The Rays. Okay. Yeah, we take that. We take that. Um, the 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 can- Candelario guy, I don't know how to pronounce. I don't his know who name. the hell that is. Um, and then Gary Sanchez. That's their lineup tonight. Oh shit! Gary Sanchez and guess who's on the bump for the Twins, right? Oh uh, yeah, the guys, we move a seam so much. Guess who's on the bump? Who? Sandy Ancantara. Sandy Ancantara. Bro, if that's who the, that's who USA gonna probably go against in the finals. If remember they make it P down. was remember P was on him before he was Cy Young. Shout out to Sandy, man. Remember that, that boy nasty. He got some nasty stuff. Team Mexico plays today too. Our boy Alec is representing Team Mexico. Shout out to him. Good luck tonight. Who the who pitching for them? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Uh, have we done ne- the Mavericks? No, no, we that's skipped next over team. the Mavericks. Okay. Next team is oh, just because yours is in an order. Yeah, you don't have an order. Yeah, mine is in the standings. <laughs> well, how how did you put yours in order? Like, what is it ordered? Why is it just randomly? Some teams just out of order. Because some teams, I was like, I don't feel like doing the same. I'm gonna come back to it. So I skipped over. <laughs> it. Okay. That's valid. Mine is Kyrie. Christian Wood. Ka- oh, Christian Wood. Are we, is he gonna play more than 25 minutes in the playoffs? I don't know. I, I got Kyrie and Luka Jella, and then they defense. I put Christian Wood just because. Besides the top two, I got to yeah, look at the next person. Sort of he, they going to need him. They going to need him because I really don't trust the other guys. Julio Urias is pitching for Ooh, Mexico. Oh, shit. I don't know who the hell they is. Cy Young watcher. Cy Young watcher. They, they Mexico low-key got a little, little shit going on. Julio Urias is for the Dodgers. Yep. Um, Wear the glasses. Yep. I got to see a picture. Oh, yeah, if you don't know who he is by now. <laughs> <you're> <laughs> right, I was about to say, bro, what the picture going to do? Um, the Dallas – for the – Role player X Factor, I put Tim Hardaway just because I forget to say, but it's like when he hits like four or five threes, they have a crazy record. Yeah, he's he's been hot recently too. You know what I was thinking about? What's that? The Rangers facility. And Wanna they signed the grown. If I was a free agent yeah. and they could meet that motherfucker, I probably would have signed too. <laughs> yeah, that Plus that bag, nasty. that place was nice as fuck. They they made a couple different signings this offseason. They also picked up um Andrew Haney, if I'm not mistaken, is on the team again. Okay. Uh, and he had a solid season before he got injured. Okay. I'm gonna fact Who check else? that. Just saw the, uh, Andrew Haney. Yeah, we he plays for the baseball team together. What you mean? We supposed to we supposed to put one together so we can do like a league. We gonna do a basketball league what, and a baseball what league, huh? Who's what position? Might have to put D Mills at first base. It's a big target to throw it. You have to probably put me at like third or something. Uh, no, no. I've seen your arm. You good, no. bro. We good. What? We no. good on that. Terrence is our third baseman. He literally <laughs> played college football, ba- baseball at third base. I don't know. <laughs> we got to put you like in left field. That's mm-hmm. fine. Eloy type shit. Uh, that that's the, that's that I'm gonna make. Uh, up, I'm gonna make up for it with my hitting. Oh my god! I see you on the batter spots. We live in. You don't realize how hard it is to throw the ball from the outfield to the infield until you actually do it. I know that. Shit. My arm sore. It's not really difficult. It's you know not really difficult at all. 
you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? That's all. See, it's the easiest. It's the easiest throw for me. <clears throat> it is. I, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with playing <clears throat> the infield because I liked Derek Jeter. I like Alex Rodriguez, Scott Rowland. Like to make a dive and play at third and get up and throw a motherfucker out is nice. But you got to damn to have pitchers type arm. That's that's a ninety. But I mean, not when you're a kid. But that's a hard throw to make accurate every single time. I make better accurate throws with further distance because I can get and air under the ball. But that? to throw a dark, a strike Who every time talking about? with somebody running, that's hard. He had made a play. I think it's playing like second or maybe shortstop. He made a play and he threw the ball to first. And it was, he threw that shit at like 103 miles per hour or something like that. And they was talking about him like, oh, he's showing off. Or he's like, there's no reason to do that. But he was like, man, he got an arm like that. Show that shit off. Yeah, the hardest throw to me is when you get when they get hit in, a, in the, either the shortstop hole or third going down the line and they got to make a backhand, mm-hmm. get it, jump and throw. Oh man. That's why so, I don't have that big target. I would love to see you make that play. Even when nobody there, I just want to see. He's just too, he's just too slow to play shortstop. that field. He's just <laughs> too slow to play that field. You did not play no fucking high competitive shortstop. Right, not high competitive, but I played it. I'm that, that's when they have you rotate positions, motherfucker. That's how long I know, ago it they was. had me play catching one day. You exactly. seem like a catcher. Catch, I can't. But my I know you don't have no bad. arm. I, my knee's too bad. But we, everything about we you. We running on Mike ass people behind the plate. <laughs> everything about you. <laughs> my knees is too bad. Your personality, everything. You are a catcher. You're the junkyard dog. You're, the, you're a catcher. But obviously, I know you. So we got to play you like you eat. What'd you do for your knees to be right. bad? Right. Never been athletic. That That's what made my knees <laughs> bad is I was... Nine years old and I was playing catching. That shit was hurting my knee. But how? That's that just he played no. one inning at catcher and now his knee at nine years old. And I he's remember I what you're doing play, at nine. I never wanted to play catcher 20. again after that game. Bro. No, my knees was on. 10. I may try to make us an MLB to show. Make I play catcher for a game because uh, Oscar was gone one day, and I had my hand out and I got clipped with the bat once, and I was like, "Yeah, nah, we good, bro." I've never played catcher ever. Good, bro. Is MLB the show worth buying? Like, is it fun? Absolutely. We should beat your ass until you uh, all it is, camera it is to come out. It is the most fun sports game for me. Easily. Especially for that first four months. You're all, there's a big learning curve, though. You're going to be Ain't ass. You're going to be better terrible. when it's a new conquest map out. But it's also the worst thing, too. And I be I be having battles with the computer. True. I don't know about y'all. You be playing all star losing and shit. I know how you rock. Um, we got two teams left. Mm-hmm. Uh... First of the last two is the Blazers. Nothing more satisfying when you complete the conquest. For sure. Especially the big I haven't one. done many the of The Team yet. USA, when they give you like, what did they give you last year? It was like a catcher. Was it Mike Piazza? I was the one where they give you five packs for every time you complete it. Hoping I did I that shit off the, hoping I, On my no money Mike spend Trout. account, you spend 30 minutes to do that. You get five packs and you don't get shit. But you're like, fuck it. Got to keep going for no money spent. Uh, Blazers, Anthony Simons, and Jeremy Grant. I had Anthony and Nurkic. Man, Anthony was on one first half what? last game, man. He was on. I don't know what he did second half because I left and it came back and it was a tie game. So mm-hmm. I don't know how that went, but boy, I when they have it going, it it takes the pressure off Dane not to do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, if Grant and Simons can do something like they did yesterday, it just Grant that fell off too though. Yeah, yeah, I might be able to bring him back cheaper. <laughs> I hope so. He hurting his own value. Yeah, yeah. I had Grant too. I'll say I can't remember it's just because. I don't know. I feel like when he's playing really good, it's just it gives him something. It's just like some, the other team doesn't want to see Cam Reddish taking off and playing really good defensively. Bro, Cam Reddish had a play yesterday where he was receiving a double team. He hit it in between legs, spin move in between the double team, and got. I was like, ooh. Is that what you said, KB? I told you the boys should have taken a chance on yeah. him. Yeah. I was like, 
It's so much skill there, bro. He, he said, take that, Tom Thibodeau. You can't do that on the bench. He, he they, had a comment about it, too. He right? said it was all political. He yeah. said it had nothing to do with basketball. Damn. Yep. So that's crazy to even hear. But uh, the team has been better when they traded him away. But it's because they got a player back that they, they play. Yeah. So, And he's a Thibodeau guy. Yeah. I don't really think Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish isn't a Thibodeau guy. He don't get. He don't sit down that chair. He'll play defense. He but just, he don't sit in the chair though. He being will play defense and going to play defense are two different things. He's not, he's for not the, doing yeah. what Josh Hart does. Exactly. Josh that's, Hart is going to play defense. Josh not, Hart. There's no caveats. He going to play defense. No, that's you better play defense. He ain't fucking doing much. He going he going to have a bag to do much offensively. So you better do something, or you're not going to be excuse be on the court. me. Josh Hart, the guy that's shooting 60% from Josh three Hart since he got traded? He'll hit some threes. Hmm. I'm just saying, Thibodeau hmm. isn't going to be the guy that's going to give hmm. let Cam Reddish get the ball and go to work sometimes. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Last but not least. Do you want an inefficient player doing that? Uh-oh. You got to let him learn in order to become an inefficient player. Well, what player? if your team is built to compete right now? You don't have time to let him learn. They compete for shit. They compete <laughs> for the playoffs. They ain't laughing. Last but not least, <laughs> the Oklahoma City Thunder. I didn't make one for them. Wow. We said everybody that's in the Shea, mix, Derek. Shay, because he's hurt. He's hurt. Know, the double back-to-backs or whatever. And Shaking my head, man. I put Isaiah, well, for the role play, I put Isaiah Joe. They're going to need that shooting. I put Jada up. Hey, man. We ain't seen Alexi Pokushevsky in like three months. We haven't. Last time I saw What's him, going he on? poured water on Shay Braids. And he said, you got to come back or something like that. That's the X Factor. Based on what I see saw in that first half of the season, he was He was he was literally the only he was literally playing center for them. He was on the upper trajectory, put on a little bit more muscle. He was blocking some shots. He was yeah. hitting his shots. He comes back. They're a title contender, man. Three con loving that shit. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Connor. Um, yeah, yeah. See, we did it. We got through it. And we also had a little baseball talk. Talk about sports radio. And we still went through all, what's that, 25 teams still in the hunt? That's kind of crazy when you think about it. What time are we at? I can't. The camera. Hour, 57 minutes. Okay. Another two hour? We got to know they're going to love it. Three minutes. Three minutes. So, So World Baseball Classic, are we (sighs) tuning in tonight or what? I might not be tuning in. Yeah. Don't those games come on really late? Some, I heard uh, you, we was in a party late, and you was talking about. So they're in different locations. Um, two of the sites are here in the USA, and then two of the sites are in overseas. And the first pool was overseas, oh. so that's why. Um, but like some of them are going on right now. Okay. Mexico plays at one thirty. I'm pretty sure. So we got tuned in to see Mexico. USA plays at like eight. So okay. Nighttime game. Oh wow. So tune but in. But it won't be dark when they're playing, right? Or is it? They're uh, in. What? They're in Miami. Oh, they're in Miami. They're in Miami. Oh, so we'll, so it will be dark. It will be dark, but yeah. it's under the lights. It's yeah. nice arenas. They gon' they gonna do it up. No, and yeah. actually, I don't think Tim Anderson is in the lineup tonight. Damn. How many baseball players can you name? Mm. To get c- together. Ah, uh, no, because Mike played a little bit of MLB the show last year. So our guy played a game. You people like Alex Verdugo. There, there we go. We Playing guess, tonight. We guess change for Mexico, right? Yeah. Playing for Mexico. Shout out to Verdugo. You saw that I put in the IG. I mm-hmm. did see that. Chains weak as shit. I fuck with Alex Verdugo too, though. I fuck with him too. Yeah, keep that guy mic'd up. Derek, how many baseball players? What team? Current? What team? How he gets to the Red Sox? He finna say Dodgers Derek Jeter to start off. <laughs> I was. Right, was he, was he a part of the Mookie track? Yeah, okay. Does that have to be current or all the time? No, just, just name. Name no baseball pressure. players. Uh, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> uh, Derek Jeter. Derek Lee. 
All the Derricks in baseball <laughs> history get named off right now. Alex Rodriguez. Okay. One of my favorites of all time. Uh, Jim Tomey. Okay. Big Poppy. Okay. What's Big Poppy's real name? We're going to do that Ant versus. Ortiz. Okay. Eee. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, no player comparison. Without the bat, though. He know that's from that Drake line, <laughs> Big Poppy Ortiz. Uh, we also got. Juan Moncada, Tim Anderson, Jose. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Juan Moncada? Who is Juan Moncada? Juan Moncada? Who, who is Juan Who is his first name? Who? It's with a Y. Oh, Juan. Juan. This shit, four letters. Juan Moncada. Juan Moncada. Okay. It is um, four letters. <laughs> Jose Abreu. Um, what teams he play for? You said Tim Anderson, too. I'm giving you that. Yeah. What, what team does Jose Abreu play for? The Astros. Oh! Hey, hey, I got to give him some of that. I ain't know he knew. I ain't know he knew. (laughs) There's a prominent, it's two prominent black MLB players that I, three, that I can't believe you have a name yet. Michael Jordan. (laughs) That was not, that was not, he don't count. I'm talking about MLB. Oh my God, bro, you are crazy. He played in MLB. He didn't play in the MLB. He, He was in Birmingham. He played for the Barons. Oh, I thought he, I thought he made it to the. My bad. <laughs> There's three prominent black baseball players. Motherfuckers say Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's that Barry Bonds. Boom. Okay. That's one of them. There you go. There you go. That's ten. I need two more. Don't That's, be like Hyrie now. Well, there's three more. There was four. There's. I need. I need you to name three more black. Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds. Uh, Sammy Sosa. Sosa's not. An, his skin is black. He's a, he's he's a he's a black man, but he's not. I'm talking about African American. Black American, African American men. You name one with Barry Bonds. This other guy is the guy as far as branding of baseball goes. Nobody. It's like him and Derek Jeter have the best brands as far as baseball. Is he current? Goes. No, no. Oh, he's a black player. He's just black. You did. You probably didn't know Derek Jeter was black. He's black as well. And this is he's act like. You'll know he's black. He had his own shoe. Like, I'm talking about, Don't like. be like Kyber. Kyber knew the shoe, but didn't know the player. He Y'all were the, talking about this. He knew the play. He knew the name of the shoe, but didn't know the player. I don't remember. King yeah. Griffey. Oh. Junior. Junior. Yeah, yeah. said, oh, that's where they get the shoes from. Bro, blue me, bro. Crazy. <laughs> There's another guy who he's not as popular as, as a lot of guys you named, but he played two sports. He's popular for that. Blank knows. Come on. Blank nose. On sneaker two. On sneaker two. The LeBron that I have is inspired. Multiple sport. One of the few people to play two different sports in the same season. Didn't he play football and yeah. baseball? Yeah. Yep. Yes. He played a playoff game in baseball, and flew, he... and played a football game the same night. Legendary shit. Ooh, I, I can't remember who that Damn. was. Mike, you know. I... Deion Sanders. He's not wrong. He is not wrong, but that's not who we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. Deion Sanders did play. I forgot Deion Sanders played for the Royals. No, no, that's who. Yes, played for the Royals. Blank played for the Royals. Deion Sanders played for the Falcons and the Braves. Yep, I think Deion Sanders played for the Yankees too. I didn't know Deion Sanders. You don't know who he's talking about. He played running back, right? He's running back. Yep, running back. Running back. Blank nose, man. First it's name is two his, letters. His 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 whole thing oh, is Bo Jackson. Thank you, Bo, Jackson. Bo nose. Oh, Bo Jackson. Jackson. Play for the Royals. Yeah, he played for the Royals. I so Barry mean. Bonds, and then it, no, no, no. Current era, you got Mookie Betts. Barry Bonds representing African Americans. King Griffey Jr. 
Bo. And then this dude, you're going to know because he represented Chicago. You talking about Mike? Paul Canerco. No, a black man I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Mike. <laughs> Same position as Paul Canerco. They so played, he played first base. Oh, played, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Come on. No, Come not on. no fucking Mike. Oh, wait. The Big Hurt. Come on. The Big Hurt, baby MVP. I, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, Frank. Frank. Frank Thomas. Oh my Frank God. Thomas. Frank Thomas. I was Frank saying, Thomas, Mike, I meant boy. to say Frank. I'm so bogus. You are. <laughs> I had but to think about it for a second. A Frank. Frank Thomas had his own commercial for right. a little yes, bit. He's he still <laughs> on TV. He He's does the Neutrogena. Oh, oh. Oh, no, not Neutrogena. Neutrogena's face wipes. He does the, hey, no. this, is, this keeps me going in the gym. My yeah. wife likes it too. Yeah, like, your wife's going <laughs> to like it too. That's what be killing me. Yeah. Shout out to the big hurt. Shout out to the big hurt. But yeah, you got Barry Bonds, which I can't believe it took you so long to name him. Don't forget his dad. Can we put together an all-African-American lineup? So we're going to have Barry Bonds play center field. Let's go around the horn. Frank, Big Hurt at the at first. Okay. Second base. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know position. Yeah, now now we I'm getting out of my element a little bit. I don't even know why I asked that. Because <laughs> I, I know it's going to be people we're going to forget. What are we going to forget? I don't know. Uh, You can do t- uh, Tim Anderson at, Tim Anderson <laughs> at second. <laughs> and then Jeter at, at shortstop. But, like, I feel like there's somebody in the 90s that was a great, you know, because the African-American population in the MLB in the 90s and the 80s was pretty damn high. Nowadays, it's not. Yeah, because we got Ozzie Smith. So, Ozzie, mm. I, actually, you put Ozzie Smith at second. Yep. We put Derek Jeter at short. At third. Hey, I don't know why I asked this question. We want to, I'm, I'm more concerned with catcher. <laughs> I've never seen I, I don't think I know a black catcher. Let me see. I'm going to Google. The infield is easy, but the catching part, holy shit. Let me see. Um, Damn. As long as we got Tim Anderson out there, I'm cool. That motherfucker's Tim riding Anderson's the pine. He's on, he's riding the pine. Oh my we god! Second baseman, fucking Jackie Robinson. Oh mm. shit! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, we got in the podcast, bro. We got in the podcast, bro. That's too old, man. Okay, Holy okay, okay, shit, bro. okay, 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 okay. This how we, oh this how we gonna do it. This how we gonna do it. This how we gonna do it. Oh man, Frank Thomas, you want at first? Oh my god, please. <laughs> you oh. want Frank Thomas? Frank Thomas is at first. Frank Thomas. Oh, Jackie man. Robinson, <laughs> oh, Ozzie Smith, Derek Jeter at third. Yeah. Our catcher oh, is going man. to be. Oh, I'm sorry. I cannot believe we just. Babe Ruth. Wait, wait, wait. We got, we, you put Derek at third? Yeah. Who's that shortstop? Ozzie Smith. Ernie Banks. I don't like the Cubs, but I, go ahead. I used to have his card <laughs> in, my, in uh, MLB. Ernie Banks. Rest in peace. The pitcher staff going to be kind of crazy, though. Outfield, we're going to have Hank Aaron. Hell bro, yeah. the out the outfield is elite, bro. Hank Aaron, ba- Willie Mace, where he's not making it. No, he's not making. He's it. number one. He's the best <laughs> black baseball player of all he's time. Not making it. He's got to make it. It's got to be King Griffey, Willie Mays, and then the third. And the third might be Hank Aaron. Hank, it might. Hank Aaron's playing outfield. Then we got Tony Gwynn coming off the bench, one of the greatest hitters in the history. Reggie, ja- Reggie us. Jackson, Tony Gwynn could have been Jackson, Ricky Henderson. That's what I'm saying. Like. Damn, you but you want to play Willie Mays? Batman. No, I'm just joking. Willie Mays will make it. Uh, Barry Bonds is playing DH then. Oh, my God, Barry Bonds. And we also forgot Joe Morgan for second base. He, Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan. That's what I was thinking Joe Morgan about. ain't catcher, playing. Catcher, Josh Gibson. Josh Gibson was a catcher? 12-time Negro League All-Star, two-time Negro League World Series champion, Hall of Famer since 72. Who am I thinking about? Catcher. I thought it was the Gibson who was a pitcher that was a black man. It probably was, but not not... 
Play for the Cardinals, I thought. Oh, yeah, I know exactly you talking I know exactly you talking Gibson, about. Cardinals. I know exactly. I think I have his card. I bro. think I have his card too. Damn. Bob Gibson. You think yep, Bob yep, Gibson? That's Bobby. exactly Bob what I'm Gibson. thinking about. Yeah. Bob Gibson. Who's our ace? Satchel Page. Oh shit. Yeah. Satchel Page. Satchel Page. Satchel Page, Bob Gibson. Like we, we you know what I'm we saying? Got, Who's our closer? Got that pen. Ooh. Derek Miller. Close it out, D Mills. I'm close. I'm Close giving up, up the lead. Close out the podcast. What is our batting order? That's too much. <laughs> We're going to play it like Mike play and not change shit. Our first Sh- baseman's leading off. Shuffle. Oh, damn. <laughs> Frank Thomas. Uh, you can close out the podcast, D-Milly. All right, man. I appreciate everybody for say, tuning second in. Second base. <laughs> Make sure y'all leave a like, subscribe to the channel. This is Studio Wire, man, and we out, baby. Peace. Peace. Peace.